Whenever you're ready to shoot your shot. Shoot my shot. Hi, my name is Juan J. I am 26 years old. My credit is bad, but I'll show you a good time. <laughs> so what is this? ChristianMingo.com? I was, I was so confused. I believe in God. and. Uh, <laughs> Who said, well, I'm atheist, so what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Not me, the girl. Um, <laughs> the girl, the girl, the girl. Then why she on the site? So you've been crying. Right, right, right. You're so find us where you find the best man at. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard this is the... I heard this is the, the corner for uh, blessings. No, um... Hi, my name is Wandre, and I'm not on my period. My Episode goals? 61, <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Sounds like such a lady. <laughs> Jen texting you right now. Jay. <laughs> he said, Hi. Sounds just like her. <laughs> I said, My name is Jen and I hate puppies. Glossy. Sounds such a lady. I have to do an episode. But, you know. uh, episode 62. Are we talking for real? This is, yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I put there. I got, I got my credit okay. <laughs> Hey, man, okay. No, they don't work on it. Said, <laughs> no, no, it's not a four. Stop it. Stop said, it. <laughs> you said four, nigga. Fuck you. That's a dumb man. <laughs> uh, episode 62, guys. So how you guys feeling this week? I feel great. I smell great. I got my contacts in today. Um, Do it. <laughs> so, ah! I was like, my eye was red. Like, you blink six times and shit, that shit gets stuck. Then this lady was like, just try it again. You can do it. You can do it. I remember I went, I could not do it. I quit. I'm like, give me my glasses, bitch. I'll be back in, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in two weeks. Let me know. Back in two weeks. Hey, Saffron, that contact water? shit. Hey, I struggled. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, right away. I can't imagine touching my eye. Or... Mm-hmm. It was annoying. I tried. Plus, I didn't want to pay for them. I was like, once they told me the price, I was like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm not trying this so you shit. You know what? This was that Chris Brown meme where you'd be like, <laughs> so I don't want to go there. <laughs> I'll be back in two weeks. No, episode 62 is always I am Reese Berry. That's Ara, E E S E B E R R A. Four Wise. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. I'm Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby. B A Y B E E. I mean, yeah. um, and on Instagram and Twitter at Lacrim Lola. Wani. Hey, this is your boy Moanje, aka Wani, aka the coolest monkey in the jungle, talking ass. Really? Um, <sighs> no, you uh, you can find me oh on. Oh, you know what? I think I might get rid of Blitter. Something ain't going, I know. Something ain't going I think on. they said something about you can't delete it. The, I think the the creator went on a, a rant. Yeah, he's, I've been getting notices from him. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I was on Twitter looking it up, and I seen people like, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, Blitter, Tom, right. Blitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, <laughs> Across Facebook, the board, damn it. All those places. Find me. Yeah, Wani Find underscore these. Specs. Um, our website as always is ybopodcastmke.com you can for sure for sure for sure go there and answer our question of the week uh, make sure you subscribe where Lassie? on iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review and if you listen <laughs> on SoundCloud engage and leave comments mm-hmm. and repost and mm-hmm. man and you just got so many places that where you can listen to YBO Wani? Yeah, you Where know can what? they listen? You know what? I think they can listen on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Radio. All right. Of course, you said SoundCloud. iTunes, Google Play. And am I missing anything else? You are. Sprecher. 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 I had to get Sprecher to get iTunes. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I heard so. radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, take a listen. Like I said, go on our website, com. You can... 
go ahead and listen on there as well too yeah check out our gallery we got tons of pictures if you've yeah. been to one of our events um you'll probably see yourself there because yeah. we like to share the people um yeah youtube yo oh, yeah, youtube for missing yeah youtube i know a lot of people say we be live yeah. you know via uh, podcast app or whatever you used to listen so check us out on youtube we'll have a bunch of clips there and you'll be able to see our funny moments and our faces and things like that um tonight we're going to in a couple hours rather we're going to uh trivia night uh hosted by uh sweats and suits and 70 twin 10 yeah we're gonna be there so we were team number one to register so we're excited about that hey. see how we'll do with the black movie trivia. and it's funny because we, we actually do the black the 90s right now, black yeah. movie, so we should know a little something. Yeah, and we're young, black, and a you know, Root so for YBO. Well, pray that we win, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all figure out next week. We'll be right back. Just get a bow tie. <laughs> Hilarious. Anything else, guys? Um, we... Thank you. Like, thank you. I can't say it enough. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're the reason why we continue to do this. I feel like week. I just handed you the trophy and moved out the way on stage and shit. Yeah. Anything else? Just I, just you. I just want to. I'm just speaking this in fruition. The music queuing. I know the music is queuing, but I want to thank God and want to thank. Hey, mom. You go! <laughs> I got one more thing. Mm-hmm. Join our uh, Facebook group, mm-hmm. YBO Podcast. Yeah. Um, join. We talk about so much other stuff. So yeah. Some shit. stuff that we mentioned on the pod, some stuff that we shit, don't. Shit. Um, and you get to engage with other listeners, yeah. which is also cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can bring up anything. You want to yeah, talk black about and opinionated. Week. Share your opinions. Yeah, talk, some, talk, talk to your us. Week. Um, yeah. So yeah, it ain't just us talking; it's everybody else included mm, too. So right. you that's can the post fun, whatever you want. The fun post. thing about our group, so yeah, yeah. do that, do that. It's Check us mixtape. out. Nobody wants that shit. <laughs> Hilarious. And lastly, <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. That's what's important. So yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee news. Milwaukee news. What's going, what's on, going on, y'all? Well, it's not just Milwaukee; it's uh, the state of Wisconsin, rather. Okay. Right. So uh, UW Madison, um, they have this new scholarship. Our tuition promise is called Bush, oh. Bucky's Tuition Promise. Oh, I think I saw, I saw that. that. Um, so just the title of the article, UW-Madison pledges four years of free tuition and fees for state, state students whose families earn 56000 or less. And uh, it's a JS Online article. And I just thought it was interesting. And I had to sit there and go, what the fuck was this mm-hmm. when yeah. I was a student? Um, but no, nah, I had some good grants, so I ain't going to complain. But I think it's dope, though, for people who... Um, come from a background where there's, you know, not a lo- lot of uh, funds to go to college provided right. by the families. Um, just a good opportunity. So if y'all get that type of scholarship and if y'all get into that program, don't waste it. Definitely. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Lassie. I was going to say, one of my um, Facebook friends, she's an avid commenter. So um, she shared it and I went to the comments and underneath there was one particular lady um who was upset and she said that this was um she said it was unfair um and that they shouldn't they shouldn't she's basically said they're starting a new cycle she said so we can afford to send my daughter to college but once she get out she'll be broke and that's just restarting the cycle of her being poor and some other stuff that she said and a lot of people was like well just because, you know, this is your situation, why can't you be happy that other people right. get the opportunity to, you know, do something and be better? And she just, she was just so negative, but I I, I think it's a great thing. I was like, yeah, okay, let me um, apply to UW-Madison. Um, yeah. <laughs> get my life together. Um, but I think it's great. And like you said, I, I just hope um, those granted the, opp- the opportunity really, really, Really mm-hmm. do something great with it, you know, get that degree. Because if they're going to pay for all four years, 
you really don't have no excuse after that. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if she's that type of person, but I know there will be people complaining about wasting tax money on things like that. So from the article, it says no tax dollars are used. Yep. Um, Somebody did say that too. Yeah. So let's, let's get that fair and square here. No tax dollars. Um, it says that, uh, what was I looking at here? Uh, the money will, pe- will be provided um, by need-based grants. So there won't be any loans. Um only students who attend consecutive semesters, eight semesters for freshmen and four for transfer students. So, yeah. So if you meet that threshold of um, 56000 or less adjusted gross income um, in terms of taxation, rather, um, or low-income students, you automatically receive the four years of tuition, uh, free tuition and segregated fees. So, yeah. I think it's good. I'm just curious to see, uh, you know, the numbers after and just hopefully um, – People take advantage of it. And um, I guess to kind of add on that, I know, I think I've seen somebody that I went to school with that happened for them. Um, Cuba, um, Castro and the Cubans, I think it's been offered for almost 20 years, 18 years from what I read. But they're offering, or they offer rather, um, free medical school for U.S. students. So uh, I always thought that was dope. That's cool. Uh, to kind of get that experience. So understanding that you don't have to, when people think of medical school or even law school, things like that, you off top, you think about the debt that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why can't we have doctors and people that help other people um, go to school and not have to take on that debt? Right. But I think with that, it's just making sure that you promise to go back and actually help low income or, or poor people rather. You don't just, you know, be a doctor for Kim Kardashian or some shit. Not saying mm-hmm. that that's wrong, but yeah, just make sure you go back and support the people. So, so yeah, I just oh, want man. that in there. Yeah, so shout out to uh, Bucky's Promise. Um, and then lastly, uh, the Bucks in this entertainment block. Yeah, so I saw this. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't really read the article because I guess the Milwaukee Business Journal you have to pay for. Oh. And I was like, eh. But um, <laughs> from what I can see, it says Milwaukee Bucks pay $2.3 million for entertainment block. And I thought it was interesting because um, we've been talking about the development in that area and even when it's far to say that how people say that there's nothing to do in the city. Um, but from what I can see from the article, it says a company affiliated with the Milwaukee Bucks paid $2.3 million to buy property adjacent to the new arena known as the Live Block or Entertainment Block. Um, so because I couldn't see the rest of the story, I don't know what they'll be adding to the area or taking uh, or, you know, what the, whatever they'll bring to it. But right. It seems like, you know, they're, I guess they're thinking smart because obviously, like we've also said, we want people to come to the city and have things to do. Um, So I thought it was interesting. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what they're going to bring here. Um, I mean, uh, on top of entertainment, we still need hotels. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's my argument. Yeah, I was looking at that. uh, Like you, I think I've seen it, but I I was actually going to put that in our our note, but I just forgot about it. But yeah, I didn't really get too much into it too. I think I had the same issue, but I think somehow you can get around it, but I didn't feel like doing all that. Yeah, me neither. Um, But yeah, I think it's interesting and I'm curious. Well, I guess you didn't read it. I wonder what area specifically the block that they're going to do it to. If any of our listeners have read that, if you're part of it, let us know. We're excited. We'll be excited to talk about it on here on the radio. So. Juan, any thoughts on that? Looks like you're pulling some stuff up there. Yeah, I was looking to see if I could find something else on it. Ah, my back. Uh, that's dope. That's dope. I mean... <laughs> so what you want to say? Y'all know shit either. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, I, but I do agree with uh, Lassie, though. We need, do need to get some um, mm-hmm. some hotels, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, yeah, it's going to be some... If we're supposed to be doing the um, All-Star in 2020 or 2021, um, yeah, then we're going to definitely have to add some hotels and places to stay. Yeah, I think Chicago secured it for 2020. Oh, did they? 
Yeah. I think, but they, I cracking. think for us, they're wanting it for 2021 or 2022. I can't remember what I said, but uh-huh. yeah, they're putting their bids in. So hopefully we get some shit. We ain't had shit here since 75. Mm-hmm. Shit. So yeah, that'd be nice. That'd yeah. be nice to get some eyes on the city. Yeah. I'm off cable TV. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Milwaukee <laughs> News, Ernie. State News. Um, no. You know, I grew up I on 64th and Keith. You know, um, Ernie from here and shit. No, oh, is he? You lived here a little bit, I think. Oh. Um, yeah, shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to us. Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the goddamn week. What's your best podcast recommendation? Um, Wani? Um, what I said last week, I said everybody in Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> I said you niggas. <laughs> oh yeah, niggas. Uh, what else I say? I said brilliant idiots, Joe Button podcast, uh, Gear Case, the Casey Crew, um, Lip Service. Uh, who, who am I missing? Uh, Dio Hughley's, um, Angela Rise on one way, Angela Rise. Just take all the answers. Yeah, I'm just, sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm just since kidding. you kind of named everybody else and just threw Milwaukee in the mud, name some Milwaukee ones that you like. Um, let me see. Civilized Savages, uh, 72 and 10. Um, I have her tech files, um, as well. Who else I'm subscribed to? Such so Lady, us, of course. Um, who else I'm missing? Who else? Who else? Who else? <laughs> um, Oh, no, you ran out of time. Right. Play the Oscar music. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what about y'all though? I know I'm, I'm missing saying. like details. Well, I, you got. Um, I think for me, um, more recently, I would say the read. I, it's something that I've seen people always talk about. I've seen people post their stuff on Twitter all the time. And one day, um, me and Reese was going. I think it was when we was going to the caucus, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was playing and I was like, oh, they're really funny. Mm. Like it, it they're really funny. So um I guess the the read would be my new fave. And then also I was in the car with Mwanjay and he was playing um lip, lip service. service. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, so I was like, it's a, it's a little catty, but I mean it's expected from mm-hmm. girls. Um um Milwaukee, uh I listened to so uh ooh, both was about to come out, 72 and 10, sweats mm-hmm. and suits. Mm-hmm. Um That's 72 and suits. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's what was about. To that was what was about to come out. Um, yeah, and uh, us. I mean, I posted that in our group, and yeah. TS was like, "Y'all listen to y'all," and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. why wouldn't we? We need to. I could be on my chops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bye. So I could point out some shit that y'all said I did and I didn't. Stupid. Anyway, I love you guys. Just foreshadowing. Right. Um, for me, for Milwaukee, obviously us YBO podcast and KE dot com. Just playing. Um, <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, huh. I listen to D Tip every week. Um, Seventy two and ten, uh, TZ talks um, here and there, uh, Tech File here and there. Um, Lakeisha, um, the Evolving Chair. Am I missing anybody? I, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah, those are the ones I like from Milwaukee. Um, oh, and Sweats and Suits. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who. Oh, and then the other ones I like uh, the Healy Truth. Um, those are my faves. Um, the Reed. Uh, on one with A. Rye, which is Angela Angela Rye. Um, fuck, let me pull it up here. Uh, oh yeah, I like T. Free too from Milwaukee. I listen to his every week. Um, let's see here. Oh, Brilliant Idiots. Uh, oh yeah, Duh, Random Tandem. I listen to them. Uh, Viewpoint with Bakari Sellers. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna stop naming people. But yeah, <laughs> that's just kind of what I listen to. So that's that's my. That's my spiel. Oh yeah, and fruition. I forgot about that. <clears throat> yes, one. fruition. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, last you got the masters though. Yes, I'm so confused by this one because under name they put. I feel like this is a trick question. Um, answer says y'all obviously such an effing lady. TZ talks the read random tandem D tip seventy two and ten Casey crew lip service. Um, TS said I only listen to you guys and sweats and suits. Bodega boys was dope, but I'm not sure if they came out with any new episodes as of lately. Twenty. 20? 20. I okay. think that's uh, Civilized Savages. Miranda. Oh, they, so the answer was Civilized Savages. How I built this. Um, very interesting. It tells how things were started, um, et cetera. Case Bay, Super Bowl. And the secrets, secret to success with E.T., best inspirational podcast, and it's down to earth, and it makes sense. Okay. Um, shout out to Michelle Jenkins. She said, I recommend the Black Esquire podcast. It's a podcast for young minority professionals of all walks. They talk about things like money management, wage negotiation, work-life balance, things like that. Okay. Hmm. Um, Real McCoy said, tax season by the God, tax stone, free tax, and drink champs with, I don't know. I said his name wrong last time. DJ EFN. No, the first one with Um, the N. Nore? There we go. Nori, I mean, I'm sorry. Nori, yeah, you gotta put the eye in there. See? And, uh, <laughs> and of course, the best damn podcast, hashtag the best damn podcast in the world, YBL. Shout out to McCoy. First of all, McCoy, <laughs> my black king, pause. <laughs> um, Tax is in jail. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what is he, what, what else, other, well, are you said, going back? He said free tax. He said tax season. Yeah, I he know, said but free him. He, um, he knows he's in jail. I think he no. was saying, like, Reco- he recommends you to listen oh, to the episodes. The, that, okay, yes. I got you. It's funny. It just seemed like he was still recording from jail. <laughs> I was like, no. Petty. no, I I asked him earlier. I was like, did they take the episodes down? Um, I don't think either of us looked into it, but yeah, I um, had, had to remove. Them. I, I read it as it was great, and right, he wish it was still here. Oh. I was he said recommendation, but they still have go listen hell. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was our question of the week. Any any else, other remarks, guys? Um, no, no. That's it. Listen to podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Dang. Baby, with me, baby, you start to point your cake. Oh, it's about to be some. How did I get into this? Should have never came home with this. Oh, my daddy, where you come from? But, baby, wait. Street, your ass is grass, Mr. Biggs, before you go. I know my name, so Honey, what I was gonna tell you. Ooh, this guy looks real familiar. Mm, I, I don't know, know you from somewhere uh-huh. from a long time uh-huh. ago. No, no, uh-huh. I don't think so. Background. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel I know you, brother, very well. Uh-huh. You were snaking before somebody else. Frank, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I um I am a disappointment to Black History Month. Oh. Movie of the week. Movie of the week. Uh, movie of the week was New Jack City, starring Brother Wesley <laughs> and uh, Alan Payne. And Brother Wesley. Synopsis. Me? I can do it. I'll make it short and sweet. New Jack City is a uh, movie about. The, the fall of Nino Brown, pretty much. Um, it throughout the movie you see um Ice T who plays a cop. Um, Scotty, Scotty, mm-hmm. he plays Scotty who's a cop, and he's um really really 
into taking Nino Brown down because in his words, he's putting poison into the community and um, some some other stuff that I found out that I'll talk about later in the episode today. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of trying to get Nino off the streets. Yeah, so it was based in the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. It began in Harlem in 1986 uh, about the crack cocaine epidemic mm-hmm. and obviously how Nino Brown was a black guy. <laughs> right. Um, like Lashley said, pushing poison into the black community and Ice-T being Scotty Appleton wanting to take him out. Um, let's, let's get to these questions here. Um, so obviously just starting, I don't think it's noted, but just how, let me ask you guys, how, what did you think about how it just kind of started off top? Start playing a little music next to, you know, some white dude screaming upside down on the bridge, getting held by his ankles. Mm. (laughs) You know, please. Um, to me, I was like, I was like, okay, well, Nino ain't nothing to play with about (laughs) his business. Cause I thought dude was definitely going to hit a boat, but he hit the water. I think, well, maybe. What about you, Wani? Well, it was definitely a eye grabber, you know. (laughs) 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 Shout out to Queen Latifah. She was in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. She had a mid-bite. Yeah. (laughs) Why he ain't turn around while he was falling? Yeah. You think he could have shifted his momentum? He probably just was thinking about falling out. Yeah. <laughs> it was to fall straight down like this. Break the water. Break the water. It yeah, did it, it did make for uh, it was like, hmm, I wanna see more. Just of yeah. water, so I was like, damn. Fuck you do. Depending on how you hit it, you can crack your you can break something. Yeah. So oh. you gotta um, one of the things that kind of happened towards the beginning, we see uh he played Kareem. Um he left his good job to get um to get in the, put the drug business. Um, so I want to read a couple quotes and I just want y'all thoughts. So uh, what was his girlfriend's name? Uh, Celine, I believe. So uh, Nino had a girlfriend named Celine and she had a cousin named Kareem. Um, Nino, and she brought him in and Nino said, um, what would make a high class guy like you leave a good computer programming job at the bank and oh, come Selena. all the way uptown to work among a den of thieves? Kareem said, and I quoted it, but it's kind of um, shortened. It says, I'm no dummy. It's a difference between them paying me 800 a week and you paying me 8K a week. And Nino said, you got to rob. Um, you got to rob to get rich in the Reagan era. More poor and disenfranchised folks than the police has ever, than this place has ever seen. And they try to front like the shit don't exist. Meanwhile, the rich get richer and the poor don't get a motherfucking thing. These people want to get high, and that's what we're gonna make. And that's what's gonna make us rich. So, I guess I wanted to know first of all your thoughts on Kareem just leaving, you know, the whole fancy work at a bank tech type job, getting eight hundred a week to go to getting eight k a week. Like, just y'all thoughts on just that, and then the whole discussion about the Reagan era thing. Um, I mean, it makes sense to me, <laughs> rhythmic, <laughs> uh, rhythmic wise. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't probably don't get no benefits, but you know, I'm making AK a week, so you know, I'm like, hey, I can just walk in there, pay my little hundred dollars, um, and then go get checked out, you know, as opposed to you know, like now I gotta, I'm taking health insurance, dental, vision, I'm a check, and I'm like, now this eight hundred is six, and then this six is three, because now I gotta feed, gotta go out and feed and do all this stuff, nah, so. Nah, and he make eight hundred dollars a week. He a computer programmer. What is this back in the eight, late eighties? Right. So. so I mean, I guess last you thoughts. Uh, I was gonna say I didn't know that he had quit. I thought I thought he was still working at the bank and doing that on the side. Which I I guess to me that would be smarter 
because then you uphold your image of being, yeah. you know, this well, person. And I don't, I don't really know. I just know at the beginning that's what Nino said to him, like basically, what the fuck you doing here? But right. And I remember he was in the courtroom, like I'm taking all you motherfuckers down. Right. Um. I just, for me, I just think it had a little bit more deeper thought to it for me. Just understanding that. Like you work this type of job that people right. just want. Like, oh, you got your suit, your business suit, eight hundred dollars. You know, every week, and I get it. Like Moanje said, you know, I make eight hundred a week, and you can give me eight k a week. Like, the fuck, you think supposed to happen? <laughs> and then the whole discussion about the Reagan era. Like, you know, rich get richer, and the poor don't get a motherfucking thing. And just me learning a little bit about the Reagan era and the Reaganomics and kind of the things he did. From my understanding, poverty went from you know here to here, skyrocketed, and then obviously you have drugs, crack, cocaine. Right. And a lot of people talk about just how for black people it was one of those eras that was just kind of like, they don't give a fuck about us more than any era. Um, yeah. So I just thought that it, it, it had an interesting meaning to it. Just understanding that, man, like if you say that, you know, they don't give a fuck about us and you already making a little bit of money and it's kind of like you pushing this into the community, but you really not, but we'll kind of get there a little bit later. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it's it's one of those sad things to say that I get it, and it's just like, <sighs> so I guess I'll get a, a little bit into it more later with uh, what else I know to hear. So okay, keep that note. Um, I think this was you, Lassie. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> um, in the so this this part kind of confused me. So it went from eighty six to eighty nine, right? Something guess, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so they seized... Uh, Nino took over the Carter, which is... Um, uh, complex. Yeah. Apartment, apartment complex. complex. And I was just so in my... Ch- like, I didn't like him from that moment. I'm like, really? Like, ripping little... You know, you ripping all these people out of their homes because you want to use this for whatever you want to use it for. Like, that was just so fucked up to me. Like, picking little kids up and just... You know, damn, can she gather her child and her things before you just make her ass get out? But mm-hmm. I just want to bring that up. I just in the middle of feeding her kid. Boom. Right. I was like, what Killed the, the hell? I was like, oh my God. No father. Oh, yeah. And I guess that kind of goes into what I was saying. It's just like, they don't give a fuck. Just like the rich people to them didn't give a fuck. So why should I give a fuck to make, you know, my AK a week? Or you right. know, it's probably making more. So it's just, it was all sad just to think about, um, think about that part. Um, and then I think Moanje put this, uh, them, about them expanding too fast. Yeah, they, well, I guess, I guess now you mentioned it went from 86 to 89, but, uh, yeah, but they did, I mean, they expanded fast and quick, like. Well, if you think about it like this, um, when G Money got in the car and they were dealing with crack cocaine and he's like, this shit here is free base. Right. And this shit gonna blow up. So you think about it, you gotta get on, you want to be the first motherfucker with this shit on the right. streets. So. But um, you, when you do that though, you make a lot of noise and he made a lot of, he made a lot of noise. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah. He wanted the control of the corners. He made a lot of noise. Gonna make a lot of noise, but a lot of people. And you better not fuck with me, so. And he definitely showed them not to. It's kind of like the United States. <laughs> kind of got caught in the end well i mean i'm duh i'm talking about the point that we're at in the movie yeah Yeah. but yeah so i don't know make a mitch make a mitch yeah keisha was keisha was cold yeah she wasn't that that's so raven mama oh (laughs) that's vanessa williams no yeah that is her but she was in something else too i thought it was um the one of the wayans uh i thought it was no 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 no, it's not kim wayans um she was something else besides soul food just something else okay anyway um so the part where the old guy he came into the police department complaining about people and the thugs taking over the complex and the police not doing anything about it and said if you live in these apartments 
there will be cops all over the place. I fought for this country and we pay our taxes and we're prisoners in our own homes. So it made me think like, damn, he kind of got a good point. It's like, if they lived there, they wouldn't be letting that shit just fucking exactly. happen all willy-nilly. Right. And um, the whole thing of like, I'm a veteran and I pay my taxes. So, and it kind of goes back to something like dead presidents where people came back from the war and they were still poor. So now you got your own people fucking up your own place and you going to the white man, putting in quotes here. And they don't really give a fuck anyway. So it's just kind of like, damn. And I just thought that was a intricate moment in the movie because it's like, you kind of got three different, well, a whole bunch of different sides. You got the Nino Browns, got the people against them, the police, and the people in the community that just, he don't give a fuck about. So I don't know. I just thought that was I interesting. I don't know. Because I, I mean, I get what the man, old man was saying. Oh, don't get me wrong. I get what he was saying. He was a very integral part of the movie if you watched it towards the end. But, um, they, most maybe part of them didn't give a fuck because they were getting paid not to give a fuck. They were saying, "Oh well, yeah," too, and it, Nino was paying probably half of the police force. Yeah, and I I put that later. I put that as a note um, about that. But and I get it. But still, you don't give a fuck. Like I feel like if it was your own people, regardless of you getting paid, right. it would never be that same way. Right. Um. And, and that's what I noticed. Nino was kind of like Johnny Tapia a little bit. Because <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They said the department has never been able to get uh, anything to stick on, you know, Brown. And then they mentioned, um, too, like like you just said, he probably got the whole damn police force on his payroll. So mm-hmm. he, this whole thing probably fucking corrupt. So I don't know. Just an interesting thing that uh, that was just kind of happening. And then Lassie put Ice T looks so young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he did. I guess someone, I watch a lot of SVU and he obviously looks older. And I was right. like, damn, he looked young. Too, he too was old. all skinny and shit. Yeah. Was those fake dreads? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I confused this movie with us. Uh, another movie. I was talking to my coworker about it. He was like, "You ever seen this other movie?" I was like, "Oh my god, I remember watching the end and this building blew up." That's all I remember as a kid. It's called Trespass with um, Ice Cube, and it reminded me of this. I don't really remember what it was about, but I said I was gonna watch it because I looked it up and it's like on HBO or something. Um, he said it was a terrible movie, but I still want to watch it because <laughs> I remember seeing it and it gave me this type of vibe. So shout out to Trespass. Um, Moanjay. What I say? Where are we at? Nino hair getting big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was creating a lot of enemies. Like he was, they were supposed to give the ten uh, percent to the Italians. I forgot their names, mm-hmm. and um, they kind of like just cut the middleman out, which I understand when you mm-hmm. get a big organization like that. Yeah, they do probably that. do it but, too. Yeah, they probably would do it too. But I still, uh, but G Money was kind of before he got on the pipe. He was kind of smart and like you need to have some of these people in your back pocket, you know, just in case something go down. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to piss them off, and you know, ultimately. You know, towards during that wedding scene where that you know got the hit and I'm sorry, using that, 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 that <laughs> <laughs> you almost laughed, Lassie. Uh, and he was using that little girl as a shield. And you know, fuck me, no. <laughs> That's why I was laughing because I was finna say that. Yeah, he was a little girl as a shield to protect. And um, and then Ice T, uh, uh, Scotty's care, uh, Ice T character Scotty was about to shoot. And, you know, like right then and there when he was like, couldn't do it. I'm like, God, dog it. But um. Yeah, I think his head was getting too big. He was fucking uh, G Money's girl because his girl couldn't have a baby, which was fucked up. How that even uh, occurred and how he just told her off like yeah, that we'll in front get of to company. Yeah, we'll that a little bit later. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm telling everything. Oh, um, right. yeah. So, hmm. Um, they were selling drugs to their people and then gave back to the community and to the homeless. And because I, I would think I paused this movie a whole bunch of times since I was doing stuff. But I was sitting there, I had to rewind it. Like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> so how the fuck you dragging people out of their apartment and you putting people on crack? And then we see uh, Chris Rock's character is Pookie. He was kind of straight at the beginning, just kind of selling drugs. And then that next scene, he was, 
high as hell and he was mm-hmm. straight up crackhead like come on man and he gave him a whole turkey and i'm like you got these people looking at him like he was god and it just that just fascinates me it's like you push the shit into the community you drag everybody out the apartments and then you're like oh yeah i'm gonna give him get back you want turkey you want a plate like it was just like Frank Lucas up. does the same thing. He did the same thing. He was giving back. You know, they always do that. Well, I mean, that doesn't disregard the fact of what I'm saying. It's right. still fucked up. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people who do right. stuff like that. Having people on the, first of all, they in the middle of the, wherever, begging for a plate from this nigga. Like, like he didn't just bust y'all up out of y'all homes. And I'm like, right. yeah. And that makes me think of, um, was it Freeway Ricky Ross or somebody? He had a documentary. Me and my, my mom were talking about this on Netflix. And he was just talking about, that fact, like, and I, well, I'll, I'll say that later. It's another point that I had. Um, fuck it, I'll bring it up here. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a quote that um, um, Ice T's character Scotty said. He said, uh, "Man, a drug dealer is the worst kind of brother. I mean, he won't sell to his sister, he won't sell to his mother, but he'll sell to one of his boys on the streets." And I know Freeway Ricky Ross was kind of saying, like, shit. That's one of the things that made him think, like, you know, although I probably would never sell to my mom, I wouldn't sell to my sister, but I'm selling to somebody else's mom or somebody else's mm-hmm. sister. That's the part that made me go, damn, like, I'm really fucking shit up here. And just the whole thing is kind of like, it's all over, like, some money. And I don't know. I just thought that was just, like, fucked up. Like, you grab me on my home and then you fucking give me a turkey later. <laughs> I'm still mad that he gave Pookie half a damn turkey. I'm like, what about the rest of these people out here? Yeah, that turkey was big as a bitch. And then he was fighting that girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Straight up crack. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of Pookie, um, it kind of hit... I don't want to say it hit home because obviously I don't know anyone that uh, has done drugs like that. But um, I thought it was interesting that we saw uh Pookie go from I said thief because he stole the money from Ice T in the right. beginning or Scotty. He stole the money from Scotty. Then he next time we seen him he was a junkie. And then after that, um he got clean and we saw him, you know, being undercover trying to go with the operation. And I didn't put it here, but he went back to being you know a drug user. Right. And I was like, what the hell? Like I don't know. It was just sad because you could see him struggling like like Reese said, he was fighting that girl, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was and, just like, and that's one of the things too, not just to say the whole his whole character itself, but I think that's kind of, I know the movie actually is based on a play or something like that or whatever, but I think that's kind of what it was in that era. Like a lot of people struggle with, and remember when he went to rehab, right? A lot of and they said something about it's this don't mean it's the end of the road for you. You might right. come back like six other times. And I think it was just to kind of portray that, that it was really hard for somebody to really get off that shit. And a lot of people do relapse. Like, I don't know anybody personally, but I've seen or I know people that know people that have relapsed like that. And it's really, it's really not that hard because you'll get like somebody like Keisha Cole and I forget who else has parents that have drug issues. Mm. Talk about how many times your mom or somebody went to rehab and just like, I can't really help you. Like, I can't. Yeah. It's hard. So... Yeah, I was glad they was getting some help. Um, but I really um going to my note here after that. Um, because it kind of ties into this. But I, I I really like um the fact that he said that he wanted to be a part of something bigger. And that's I think that's kinda helped him maybe kick his habit a little bit before he got back on. He was like, I need, you know, I want to be a part of bringing Nino down. I need to do this. Um it was unfortunate that, you know, Scotty put him in the operation or get him inside and, and now he's working in a little crack house. Like, no, nah, nah, you know, he's still fresh. I don't know how long it took him to get off crack, but it's still fresh. So, you know, he saw that crack. He was like, ooh, he started putting it in his mouth and, you know, faking yeah. like he putting it down the chute. I'm like, come on now. 
So yeah, it's kind of like Holiday Heart when uh <laughs> Nikki's mama got off drugs and. He, and she was kind of like, oh shit. Like, when a dude showed it to an alley and she was clean for a minute. Yeah, and it's kind of like that. And I, to go back to the point about people wanting to be a part of something. Like, and I think that's just people with like mental issues too. Cause when I was doing like in school psychology, it was like one of the things that helps people that have issues or somebody that may like, maybe like schizophrenic. Cause I have an aunt that's schizophrenic. And I noticed one of the things that kind of helps her and, you know, keeps her from relapsing back into those phases is kind of like, being there for them and giving them something, making them feel inclusive to things, like you right. just kind of said. So I wonder if, or I'm assuming it's kind of the same thing. It's just a different type of thing, obviously. Um, just making them feel inclusive or, yeah. you know, do this, do that, or just kind of being there. So sometimes you do have to hold a person's hand, but I think drugs is a little bit different because sometimes you really can't help them once they keep going back and forth. You know, you got to think about yourself too. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that, uh, giving them something just to make them feel apart. Yeah, and that addiction is crazy because your brain just catch on fire and mm-hmm. knows and your endorphins are released and you're like, ooh, this yeah. shit feels so good. And it's crazy how that works too. Yeah. Like, that's really fucked it's up. Like you got Now you got to tell your brain, no, this is bad. And your brain is like, no, it's good. Yeah. It's like, you got to trick yourself into not doing it. So. Yeah, I just thought it was funny um, when uh, Pookie, Chris Rock, was explaining to uh, Scotty like, how Nino had it set up and he was just telling him, well, what about this? She's like, damn, nigga, what am I, your ghetto tour guide? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I, I thought it was like, I think this is more on just, no, just the operation or somebody, the operation that he had set up was one-stop shop for crap. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was one-stop. Like, you had a pass that was, and everything. That was so much, though. Like, I'm yeah. like, damn, my nigga got a laminated card. They got to yeah, get in, get in, mm-hmm. do this, do this. Right. And then the you send your money up, we send the, the crack down. Like, so it was like the bank. Kind of smart, shit. but it was just so like to me, it was just so much. I'm Signature, like, please. Why do I need all of this? <laughs> they had the crack lunch room. They could just go in. <laughs> and that's the crazy part about it is like you had this whole operation yeah. with, and I'm pretty sure there are other races, but like a majority of your people, mm-hmm. right? Like, and that was the crazy. And you got the regular neighbors that still live there. Like walking, you walk down your right. little complex hall, you see. I was so confused because I'm like, okay, he kicked these people out, but yet they're inside of this little whatever, whatever was inside the, you know, the little whatever. They was in this little park still getting like, it was so sad that they showed that lady and her kid was next to her and shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. And I'm like, so he used the building for his operations and then the people are living in this foyer or outside doing the drugs like... Yeah. Just like, yeah, what the hell? It was just it was it was fast. I know it was a movie, but it was fascinating. Set. But I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, like if you can have your own turf or your own shit and going the way you wanted to go, mm-hmm. why not? Right. That's it. it was right. But why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking outside my window. And I see niggas on crack. Just a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So don't touch my baby. Come on, uh-huh. got my bread. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Um, then I see the note here about the new Jack Swing and they incorporated. I can't remember what I read. I don't know if they said the name of this movie came from the new Jack Swing era or if it was the other way around. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember reading that. Like, oh, I thought it was dope that they tied into what is that? And, um, I forget what they specifically said it is, but just I guess the, the way the music is, new Jack swing the uh-huh. type of music the gotcha, music gotcha. i was playing earlier it was some yeah. playlists i found guy, on itunes okay. and teddy riley yeah things like spearhead that. of new jack swing oh okay baby oh uh motown what's uh boy, boys to me motown family <laughs> oh that's my song y'all funny who put this <laughs> oh yeah what's that girl name hey. her name was uh uh uniqua Unique one, yeah. Fun fact, so. she's Nola Darling from the uh, 80s. 
Uh, you yes, have it. she Go was. Have it. Yeah, wow. She a hoe. Um, <laughs> she was. She was just on top of the screen and just taking her clothes off. I'm like, you know what? She had a goal. I think she had a goal. She knew that G Money. She played that role too well. She knew that G Money was new Nino and yeah. she tried to. It's kind of like they say, um, damn, it was a Lil Wayne lyric. Like, um, a hoe gonna be a hoe, but you couldn't bring No, no, no. One of them songs, like, somebody like you gotta fuck the whole team. Damn, I, what the fuck lyric was that? But something he said, something to that effect, like you gotta fuck the whole team to kind of get up to me, like one of those things. Oh, and granted, I don't think G Money wanted that to happen, but it's kind of right. like you know NBA players and people who want to get to you fuck the security guard. Yeah, you know who the man. You gotta fuck him first. Well, he was so I, hurt though. Yeah, he was kind of hurt. I'm he like, was so damn. hurt. I'm like yo, um, uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, that was bogus. And then um, then he they kind of ratted out old girl that you know hey. You can't have a baby, and you can't fuck either. And that's what he said too. I'm like, yeah, Dang, he was really a bitch. Tell the woman that. That's bogus. Oh, and no she's been there for years. Well, yeah, she's been she there been for a while. while. She's been there for a while. So it's like you know, and you know, it kind of remind me of uh, I was getting a little similarities, uh, even though it's a series of power a little bit with Ghost and how Ghost and Tasha, Tasha was there when you know he didn't have nothing, and uh, you know now started from the bottom. Now you're here, and now Ghost went off and fucked Angela, and I'm like, okay, all right, I see. Oh here. Lord! So but yeah. oh, um, it wasn't Wayne. It was a uh, dick pleaser. Who else was on that song? Uh, I tell a bitch like this: you got to take like ten dicks before you meet the president. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what song you talking about. It's dick pleaser, but I can't think of the person. Oh, that's not. No, this one, honey. I call the track star because when we fuck, she run from me. Hey. And I'm hella fly. That's my song. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was thinking of that hard as a bitch. You like, damn, I need to know this. Um, where we at now? Shit. Um, yeah. The, that what y'all said. Like she was a hoe, so really, <laughs> she's a hoe. She's a hoe for show. She's a, a loving bag. Her loving bag. Stupid. Um. For okay, when he brought out that dog, when he walked through them doors, <laughs> I immediately thought of Martin. I still thought of Fun Martin. Fun fact. I don't know if it's true, but I think it is because I read it. They said that Martin was supposed to play Pookie, and they said that he like killed the role, like he mm. killed it. And I can't right now. I can't see Martin as a crackhead, mm. but <laughs> but I see him as Roscoe with the snotty nose. And they said he killed the role, but he didn't do it because um, Robin Harris um, had just died, and I think he died in ninety one or ninety two. So he was just it was too much for him, okay. so he ended up not doing it. So they said Chris Rock um, was obviously the person who did it, but they said Martin really like killed it. Like he came in, and I was like, oh, I want to see that. So then they said that. I don't know if he, that's the reason why, but they said he did it on his show, like that little clip because mm. of that. So I thought that was dope, though. Like, oh, I love that scene. When he walked in with that dog, I just fell out laughing because I, I just, it just, like, I remember a little bit of it. Like, I, I've that's seen this one before, but I don't remember. But this shit was just so funny. And then comparing, they had what, four people at the table. And then at that table, they had like yeah. 15. It was just like funny as So fuck. who did it? Was it you, Tommy? And then he kept petting the dog like this. <laughs> And then all all the while was brother man. (laughs) You said that, dude. And he had on them damn shoes. That's why, like every little intricate thing about Martin, I love because you can hear the shoe clacking on the floor. And then they could not hold it. They were Tommy was cracking up. And then it was funny because they they kept positioning the camera a certain way so you wouldn't see them laughing. Because I'm pretty sure the senior honor and Tisha were cracking up over here. But it it was on Cole and it was on Pam and it was on Tommy. And Tommy kept looking this way like. Well, I gotta say it. You gotta see it. You gotta see that scene. This scene is hilarious. You be dying. You gonna be dying like. Was that the one where he was that the city, the city player, the city right? Player, yeah, yeah. Had it. yeah, and then he came to that was one of my he came with them fucking um rain boots on and he hit Martin's shoe hit the ground. I don't know why that shit's so funny to me. He was like, <laughs> he said, I figured you would look there. I put it up under the bathroom sink. He said, That's not the dumbest. And he was like, 
bro, man, get your Charlie Brown boots and get out. Because he had on like these fucking snow, these rain boots. Like, this shit was hilarious. Oh, my like, God. Martin. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought about. Get your Charlie Brown boots and roll out. Like, that's my favorite scene. So, shout out to Martin in uh, New Jack City. And obviously, Cole's hit your five last down before I make change. Like, mm. And then Martin always, well, if you watch Def Jam, he always said pretty motherfucker. So, I learned where that kind of came from. I never liked you anyway, you pretty motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's like I said, go back to that light skin, dark skin thing. Yeah, you know, it's light skin, light skin was yeah, it. Yeah, I'll be sure and shit. I never liked you anyway, you pretty motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and I think what was the other guy's name? <laughs> Started P, right? P, 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 Scotty's oh, uh, 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 Peretti. It was a Peretti or per, uh, Peretti or something like that. Uh, yeah, we go Peretti. Yeah, he said that drugs aren't a black or white thing, death doesn't care. And I think last you put this, yeah, um. Dang, I thought I put something else. I guess because um, Ice T kept saying, um, you know, how he's poisoning the black community. Right. And mm-hmm. um, oh, this was after Pookie died, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was so upset about it. And the Peretti was just like, that was me at one point in my life. And he was like, how was it you? And he was like, I was just like that, strung out on drugs mm-hmm. and got it together. And he said, it's not a, he's like, it's not a black or white thing. It's a, it's a deaf thing. Deaf doesn't care. And, I guess he kind of gave that to him as, um, I guess, motivation to continue what they were doing instead of dwelling on, you know, the situation that Pookie, right, the the situation that Pookie um, got put in um, that led to his death, and we still got a job to do, right? So there's more people that we can save if we keep going. Yeah, I also took it too because he said, "I know you didn't. I know you thought that I didn't care about Pookie, and I acted right. that way. And then I, I took it as one of those like I did care because that was me too. I guess I wanted to ask y'all too. Do y'all not to say that it's not true for anybody else, but just the whole it's a deaf thing. Do y'all think that that's like true in a sense? You get what I'm asking? Mm-mm. Because he said it's not a black or a white thing. It's just a deaf thing. Like I don't. I'm I'm fifty fifty because I mean. I guess I say I'm 50-50 because, yes, um, people obviously choose to do drugs, but at the same time, it's like, um, and I think Nino said this at the end of uh, when he was at the court, and we've heard it in other movies, mm-hmm. who brought it into our community. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, and, right now it's Nino, but... Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm going with it. It's like, I don't think, I guess you can say that too, it's not a black or a white thing. It can affect anybody, although right. from my understanding is, is that they funnel it into the black community right. initially. Right. right. But I think that it's not just a deaf thing. Like, it's like, now it is because we're at this urgent time, but it wouldn't be this way if motherfuckers didn't put the shit into the community right. or to the streets. Right. So that's why I asked. Like, I just think yeah, it was, no. it was yeah. a little bit deeper than it's just a deaf thing, man. Like, no, like, <laughs> right. Motherfuckers can stop this shit. Like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these motherfuckers. So, right. Um, then this next one I talked about that already. So, we'll go past that. Um, so, we got to another scene where the old man again kept popping up and shit. Um, he came in uh, the room with. Um, Nino and the peoples, and he's like, you know, talking shit. Like, this when he was giving the little kids two dollars mm-hmm. and shit. And he was like, um, all these people gathered around you, like, you God Almighty, you killing your own people. And Nino told him, like, and what can you offer? Another, I have a dream speech. And he said, look at where we at, not a piss, not a pot to piss in. So the dude was kind of like, you know, preaching to him. And I guess, do y'all kind of agree with what Nino was saying? I guess I get what he was saying, but it's yeah. still kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's messed up. It's like, okay, yeah, you, you know, yeah, I'm killing my people, but at the end of the day, the people that I'm not killing, I can supply for them because they are already working that job where they're making less than eight hundred dollars as opposed to um, AK Kareem. Week. Yeah, yeah, and so. I, and I was just going to say it makes me think of that, like you know, 
it's like you got people and I'm assuming the era that they're in, you know, Reaganomics, the Reagan era, these motherfuckers, they turn their head and they don't really give a fuck about that. And they make their money the way they make it mm-hmm. in the legal manner that may still be a little bit corrupt in a sense. Yeah. But what do we do? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you don't give a fuck about how you get the money now. It's like, I want that car. I want that money to have that house. And this for my family, for my kids. Go to, I don't give a fuck who I hurt. And But then I get, I, of course, obviously we get the old man. Like, But you're doing right. this to your own people. people yeah. So Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's, it's a sad thing about it. You can't go in the white neighborhoods and say, hey, I got this crack. And they're like, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You said that shit over there. We come to you. Don't come over here. Yeah, what yeah. What you doing over here? Right. Didn't what I you see you call you? You dark. Yeah, uh, and I knew somebody, not to cut you off, I knew somebody that said that they did sell drugs at one point in time, and they were like, you know, it's crazy because people think it's just like black people, and obviously we know like white people do heroin and things like yeah, that, yeah. but they were like, majority of my customers were not just white people, but were up upper class white right, people right. that would come from Mequon or Maguanago to buy shit from me and their families and their husbands. And I was kind of like, oh, and it was like dead ass majority of the people that would buy a lot of the shit up were those people. Right. They Makes would come sense. to us and in our communities and, you know, obviously, and go back to their mansions and get yep. high and be damn. So I was like, oh. So yeah. I just find that, like, you. that's a good point, too. Like, you can't just, like, just like you can't just put a liquor store in their neighborhood. They're like, hold on. Get the no, shit out of here. Right. We ain't approving that. permit? <laughs> right. Uh, still a wine? Stupid. Um, yeah. And then, Mwanje, you in this line here. Cancel that bitch like Nino. Yeah, I, I I heard that. I'm like, as soon as he was like, cancel that bitch. I'm like, wait a minute. I heard that before. So that was yeah. like Lil Wayne said that in uh, his song, I'm single. Yeah. So. And I posted the picture. I remember my sister had this as her um, profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> said, cancel that bitch. I'll buy another one. <laughs> like, so I'm like, yeah. what pissed me off about the whole little part was that she stopped fucking with him. And she told him, you know, she she, you know, expressed how she really felt. And I'm, I was just like, why you come back after you didn't already told him that you was done and not look just at you getting, get that getting champagne poured on you and yeah, but you got people used to that money, used to that mm, lifestyle. Just kind of like them, them kids don't know no better to see money, but you got somebody that's an adult that's right. understanding how you know somebody provides for them. And not to get off subject, but I was reading about, um, I don't know how I got on Floyd Mayweather and his family life, and I was just kind of reading <laughs> about that. And it was talking about his one of his baby mamas already had a son, and he's probably like our age, a couple years younger. And um, I think he was, I don't know if he really adopted him, but they kept saying his adopted son, and he kind of helped her out with him before his daughter was born by her. And I guess a couple years ago, he was having like a party in one of the mansions. And from what my knowledge, he still owns the homes and gives them money, things like that. Mm. And he was kind of, I guess he told the people to get out, and the dude was kind of like, you're not my dad, from what they say. Mm. And he kind of choked them up a little bit. So <laughs> they said the dude, the boy was kind of, you know, skeptical about pressing charges because what? He provides for my mom, obviously right. my sister, my family, and you know, you get scared. So in this sense, it's kind of the same thing where you used to a certain type of lifestyle. Because remember when she was on the stand, it was like, it was he the head of CMB, and she kind of looked like, oh shit. And, and she probably finally stepped on it and was like, yeah, he did it. Mm-hmm. Right. But your ass went in the hiding though. So it's, it's, <laughs> and it's kind of like, not the same thing in the terms of drugs, but just just you scared of that 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 lifestyle you got right. been taken away from you. Like yeah. what else am I gonna do? She gonna be making right. that eight hundred, damn near six hundred dollars a week. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. stupid. You say six hundred. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> we <laughs> we talked about this <laughs> earlier, but yeah, I just can't believe he used that little girl as a shield. So yeah, if, that pissed me off. If you haven't seen the movie, um, there's oh, that sorry. pissed me off. Spoiler spoiler alert. At some point, um. In the movie, um, there's a wedding, and Nino, as we discussed earlier, kind of cut off the Italians. So they came back, and they was trying to kill poor little Nino. Was over, 
He picked up a little four or five year old girl and used her as a shield. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Even Scotty was like, really, dude? Like, mm-hmm. like and yeah. then he just left the girl there. Just yeah, she just a screaming. Was that who Selena was holding? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That was fucked up. I yes. think I saw that and was like, come on, fam. But that's that's just crazy. Yeah, and I think Moanjay <laughs> put this G money. Stay fucking up. It's yeah. that crack, man. It's that crack. That crack. You know, I felt I felt so bad for G money. You're stupid. Why not? Uh, he need to be about his business. You, you were talking about B, you know, before he was gunned down by Nino. Oops, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> so this shit came out twenty seven, right? But right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was spoiler. Um, uh, uh, he need to be about his business. He, need, he, he was fucking up. He but that's one of those things where you you really can't stand to you in that position because I've seen so many things. You, I know movies, but there's so many times where people get involved into something like that. Who are we to say that he ain't wrong for indulging in his own shit? Granted, you know, but you know, they own shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, never, never. All the best drug dealers say never touch your own product. You yeah, know, but, you know what Frank Lucas said. Yeah, but what? I mean, <laughs> I feel like it, that still happens, magic. but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess for me, I was just like, <laughs> after, after the whole well, thing with Pookie, you know, he felt like, damn, like mm-hmm. I think he knew he fucked up. Mm-hmm. And so then he, was trying to cope from dealing with everything that he was dealing with and trying to fix it. And then next thing we know, now Scotty, he brings Scotty and Peretti on, not knowing that they cops. And he's still fucking with the Italians at that. That's how mm-hmm. the whole setup happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I, I just felt bad. And then especially at the, his ending scene with, um, Am I my brother's with people? Nino, like, I feel like, I mean, I know Wesley Snipes was acting, but I was like, damn, I feel like Nino is acting right now because he had the tears streaming down his face. And I'm mm-hmm. like, at first I'm like, damn, he really don't want to shoot this man. But and I was like, nah. Cause, Why do like, you think I, he shot him? Because he probably thought he was going to talk. Liability. Mm-hmm. I, I just get the fuck out the way. Out. Why would you get on your knees? Maybe you going to fight that's back, a, motherfucker. That's what that's I said. I'm like, like it's, a, it's a line that Absol says in his um, music. And he says, are you going to live on your feet or die on your knees? And I'm like, when I seen him inching down, I'm like, come on. But I think it was one of those things where he understood that it had I, to happen. Yeah, but it was one of those things to me, the way the character that he played, he always wanted to have what Nino had. He True. wanted to be that yeah. man. And I think that was the point where he bowed down and understood, like, maybe you are better than me. You are that man that's a little bit above. So, and you my brother that was always, you know, a little bit above me. So... Yeah, and then Nino you know, started to get the guy complex. He said, the world is mine, not ours. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, he started to yeah. see that. And then, you know, he got hemmed up in the um mm-hmm. in the room. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he made him feel like he was just the other people, not, you know, yeah, not the... You know. another nigga. So. Then he fucked my girl, too. So that kind of pissed me. That kind of reminds me of... Uh, what's that movie, Deuces? A little bit. I, um, what's that? Rotimi? What's that, Rotimi? Mm. Oh, I've never seen that yet. I know it was on Netflix, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. Yeah, Rotimi. Um, no, Lawrence Tate is in there, right? Lawrence Tate, yeah. Lawrence he was. Uh, I was like, who's Lawrence? <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a Get scene my man name right. in the end where God. he kind of got away and shit, and he was having dinner with some chick, and somebody got up to the um, roof where he was having his you know, luxurious dinner and came and popped his ass. Like, Damn. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to watch it now. Yeah, it was a good movie um, on Netflix. I saw it a while ago. But um, yeah, and then Moanja says drugs should be legalized. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, why not? I mean, further on in the... Uh, our show, you'll hear about something that um, that's going on in San Francisco that might change the game. But um, yeah, I mean, it should be legalized, and, and of course, it should be um, 
uh, regulated, you know, in a sense where, you know, hey, you want to smoke crack? You know, maybe you can only just this, this, uh, this amount, just enough amount where it doesn't, you know, affect you. Hey, you want to smoke crack? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. Like, if you, if you go, if, if I go to the store and I can get crack, and it's like, I don't even want it anymore because it's, it's just so accessible. It's like, I don't want it anymore. But now where is is illegal and you have to do it and it's so like, you know, behind the alleys and stuff like that. I got to sneak and try to get it. It makes it more rare and valuable. So just make it make all the drugs legalized and regulated and tax it and people ain't gonna wanna I was gonna say that's the thing. If the government can't make money off it, they don't get no fuck. Exactly. And I just kinda wanna I guess since we're here, I wanna read this quote about Nino at the end where he said in, in the court, um, he said he was on the stand, he said, I'm not guilty, you're guilty. You're the one that's guilty. The lawmakers, the politicians, the Colombian drug lords and all who and all who lobby against making drugs legal, just like you did with the alcohol during prohibition. You're the one who's guilty. I mean, come on, let's kick the ballistics here. Ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. None of us, not one of us here owns a poppy field. The thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This thing is business. This is the American way. So I guess the whole thing about prohibition and um, the legalization of um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Obviously, prohibition right. is at one point in time where alcohol was not legal, and I think people it was, was sneaking and making. At one point, you mm-hmm. see in uh, life, boosters and shit like that. So then, once Boom they figured shot. out a way to make money, that shit is legal, and now people always complain about how that's the thing that kills people more than marijuana, which is not legal. Um, so obviously, we, we're in a time where they're legalizing it in certain states and certain areas, and I think across the board, one day it's just going to be legal everywhere. So it's it's I don't know, just some of them other drugs. Some stuff is crazy. Yeah, yeah like and when you learned about things like poppy fields and things like that over in different countries or like Afghanistan, I heard that's one of the main reasons because of that war, poppy fields and things like that for heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of a sketchy thing to me, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, any thoughts about his quote? Other than that, I know you touched on it a little bit about you know we ain't put this shit here. Yeah, that when he was saying it, I. Kind of felt him. I'm like, yeah. And I mean, shit, even the prosecutor was like, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no Uzis made in Harlem. Like, mm-hmm. and like I said, I've seen it in movies. I've heard it. Like, they, someone is bringing it here for us to do it, yeah. to use it. So, well, I mean, and uh, play devil's advocate. Ain't nobody putting a gun to your head and say, take these guns. And I mean, drugs. they're not. But, but if they can know. make that extra, the money that he's making, why not? Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're, I even heard that they they actually not to say it's true, but I heard that they would leave cars in Illinois, like in alleys or police or gas stations, and they'll leave it there with a lot of weapons. Wow! And people, will, oh, oh, there's guns in here. Like they actually put that as an entrapment. And I was talking to one of my coworkers just a while ago about, and she's an older white woman. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry to say, mm. <laughs> it's not funny, but you know, the government used you know black people starting off in you know New, New York and L.A drugs were funneled into into those communities and make money to give to other nations like not to say i don't know which ones but like things like afghan or places like afghanistan and different governments mm-hmm. to help them so it's like they fucked up our community initially to do that and then now you're starting to see opiates are the new thing and it's starting to fuck and heroin and it's starting to fuck up their community and not to say we're separate but well, you know white people and now it's more mm-hmm. so an issue and we got to stop this shit right so yeah mm-hmm. um population control yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just fuck up control shit. Um, unless you had an issue with how they're uh, <laughs> that, shooting. <laughs> um, that was yeah, the shooting in movies be horrible. Like at yeah. the, at that wedding, you telling me before Nino grabbed that little girl, nobody shot him. 
Mm-hmm. Like no. nobody aimed yeah, and shot I him. Was thinking that too, like psh, psh, even a little girl, like right. How she ain't get shot? Like it. I know that they do. Like I guess it's done for dramatic effect. You mm-hmm. hear all these shots, but so but no one's getting hurt yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of annoying, but um, it really. It, I was just like, this is stupid. <laughs> um. Also, oh, I already talked about that. Like I was so I was so mad about Nino and G Money. Yeah. yeah. Because he, had to do he, what he had to do. after I mean yeah he did what he had to do and he said you know he he's like um, I'm on the run and then he shot him and I'm like then we see him next scene in his regular ass apartment <laughs> with the same ass skeezer that he just told him that he didn't give a fuck about mm. I'm like cancel <sighs> that bitch mm. <laughs> I was just I was over Nino at that point <laughs> I was so done G Money didn't have to go back there he didn't have to go see Nino. He, if he was not being a little bitch, he should have not been a little bitch. If you want to be a little king, whatever, go ahead. Take your, little, <laughs> take your little money, kingpin. Go ahead, take your little money and start your own operation somewhere else. You know how the business is ran. Yeah, go that's ahead and do your own thing. That's Stop true. being a little bitch. But you know, if if I guess it's, going it's somewhere else is fine, but if you're like, he probably ran a lot of the shit. Because like, right. I've read that so many people from different areas control. Like I was, it was so many like different kingpins, Frank Lewis. Lucas, things like that, or they'll run certain parts of the states. Like they'll have their own routes and shit. Like the shit is crazy. Even mm-hmm. I was re- watching something where they were showing how Mexico was divided into three different people, and the the people closer to like Tijuana were trying to knock out the people's like in the middle, and then over here, and they got control, and then they funnel it into the shit is wild. Yeah. Like it's, it's a wild type of game that's set up, and it's unfortunately like Lassie said, once one go down, another motherfucker coming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine if they would have took those ideas and created a legal business. That would yeah. Be, it would have been like like that facility. That was a that's a manufacturing. Yeah. Company like that's right true. There. Paper company. And then yeah, paper company. And then then you can have people use your products right there. In the, it was just like I don't know. Yeah. But it, you know it was crazy not to get off subject, but I think about some of the the students with like or the people with DACA and you know that probably or may not get passed and things like that you think about these kids or people going back to somewhere that they've never been before like mexico and then you think about things like this going on there and you it's freakishly scary because i couldn't imagine me being being born here and i couldn't control my parents bringing me here and Mm -hmm. and not having you know give me a social security like things like that and then i have to go back to something not to say everywhere in mexico is like that but you know it's it's scary to think that so you don't even speak a lick of, lick of Spanish yeah. too. Yeah, right. uh-huh. like that's insane. So, um, if I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of people with me. That was you, Wonder. Yeah, of course. Let me ask you before you go. Um, if you did something like this, you, you go. go down. You taking everybody with you? Hell yeah! How much? How much time you giving me? Huh? <laughs> a year? Life? Oh yeah, he did it. He did it. He did it. He mm. did it. He did. She did it. Yes, I'm snitching. I don't care. No, I'm. If you I'm heard I'm it here a, on YBL, a, I am getting the best deal. Fuck the street codes. You you taking everybody with you? <laughs> Fuck that! Get out of here with that bullshit. What if they What if they only offer you like ten years less than everybody else? Only ten years less. So you get on that ten years and get your ass beat. <laughs> 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 you got all years. I gotta hear is less. Now I'm, you got ten years in a day, my fucking <laughs> shit. All I gotta hear is less, and I'm good. What you say, Your Honor? What? Excuse me. All right. Well, let me go. Let me break it down. <laughs> no, I'm you know telling. what I. Shit, I'm kind of with Moanje. I work my way into a plan. I want immunity for everyone that right. I give you. <laughs> Everything that well, I give you, I want five years off, shit. whatever. Um, just because, I mean, obviously Nino knew he was he wasn't gonna be there long. His thought because of what he did, he put it mm-hmm. on Kareem. Um, but I, me personally, I'm with Moanje. Sorry, I I'm not doing I'm not Sorry, doing all no. the time for stuff that something that we all did. 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. Keisha, luck, she lucked out because she mm. got shot, but she, her ass would have been in jail too. Yeah. Mm. You said she lucked out and got shot. <laughs> yeah, G Money too. Yeah, no, I agree. If he was like, smarter, he could have pinned it on G Money if yeah. he wouldn't have shot him. And I think the way it was kind of set up too, it was interesting. And I think a lot of people are that way. If you notice, they said that one of the reasons they couldn't get him is because. He's not on tape doing this, or we don't right. have him doing that. A lot of people have it set up where they don't got no bank accounts in their names. They don't do. They have like other motherfuckers doing this shit. So in a sense, it's easier to take motherfuckers down or even get out of the shit, or even get less time where you may right. not even have to. But it's kind of a threat. Like don't say shit. You know what I'm saying? Or I won't take you motherfuckers down with me because you did all the shit. And I was really just the main. Right. I just told you I charge. Mm. But if it comes to that fact, where they find some shit on me. Um, yeah, he drove the car. Um, he opened the door. He knocked the motherfucker out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he dragged his body out. What, what can we even say about um, the shit Mike Vick? He said mm. it was motherfuckers waiting in line to tell on him. He said it was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I know when he had one puppy and he was sex. <laughs> when he was standing in line, you know, he'd be in line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's terrible. Yes. <laughs> I knew him once when he was five and he had six puppies. I am snitching. I'm fucking done. It was stupid. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love Cat Williams. He's funny. But... Fuck that. It'd be a yeah. Y in this motherfucker. Number Y, B, O, B, B, O. Black and the pink. So, <laughs> so Lassie, you didn't like the ending. I you didn't. Know, I feel like Mwanje. Like, so the old no, man, the old man. It. How you typically feel? <laughs> the old man came in and it, it, it's crazy because I'll say I didn't like it for two reasons. One, the old man come in out of nowhere because Nino got three yeah. years. Technically, he could get out within a year on good behavior. Mm. So the old man comes through and he like, not today. Shot that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You've had to pay for your sins. <laughs> right. Your sins but I guess two reasons why I didn't like it. Because one, Ice Cube. I mean, Ice-T. I was Ice-T would have shot him. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of scared me. He was like, I want to shoot you so bad, my dick hard. I was like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. buddy. But in all actuality... He's stupid. Ice-T, you could tell he was a good... He was generally a good cop because he dealt with someone who killed his mom for no reason. Mm-hmm. And... That takes a lot because he could have shot Nino at any point and yeah. he had to get Nino to trust him mm-hmm. to be around him like the way he was. But I wish I wish fed grapes. <laughs> right, right. I wish Ice T would have did it. She should have fell off that floating. Two, I also didn't like it because <laughs> at the end of the day, whether Nino got one year, three years, or he was or the old man shot him, there's gonna be more Ninos, if not Nino. So I was just like, what the, I just wanted to see him rot, I guess. I wanted mm. to see him rot. Well, my thing is, too, now I think about it, it's a motherfucking federal court building. How the fuck he get a gun in that building? We in the 90s. They probably didn't have all that security. Right. Probably not. They probably, probably, I think back then they were, you could tell, back then they were a little less strict yeah, on yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. like, damn. I'm yeah. trying to remember how I was going to the airport pre. Right. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Stuff like that. Like, every time I got to the airport, I was like, damn, how was it before this? Because I, I got on a plane. I think I remember you didn't have to take off your shoes. It was Definitely. probably just it was probably like going to another country. Because I think when we were in Cape Town, it was like going to a king game where they just beep beep beep. Are you good? Yep. We was like, I think I started <laughs> taking off my you, shoes. What are you here for? It was like no no no. I was like oh, and it was the uh, same in Cuba, the same mm-hmm. type of beep. All right, and I'm like oh that's it. Oh bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it, it was your country like up. <laughs> Stupid lie. But um no yeah I, I think the ending was I thought it was interesting too. I I thought it was a good ending because it kind of. It left where, for me, when he was kind of walking out, like, you know, I'll be out in a minute, and Ice-T was kind of looking like, what the fuck? If it ended like that, it would have been like a cliffhanger where it was like, well, I True. need more. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, 
where more, I guess you can still continue with the movie, but I think it'll get kind of boring over time with him just I doing the same shit. Agree. So I think the old man, the way his role popped up in the movie, right. beginning, middle, and end, it was perfect. Yeah. It was like, you didn't expect for him. It was just like this right. regular ass old man who he said, you're going to die in two years gonna, and nobody's going to give a fuck about you. You're going to pay for the sins. So. Yeah. So I just think it was it was a great ending. So yeah. It was a decent ending. That was just my initial reaction. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, oh, that's what I wanted to say about Ice-T. He, you have to be very mature. And I think somebody was like, he's not worth your, like, your life where you could probably get in trouble right. for killing him and things like that. Or, you know, right. not even just getting in trouble, that sitting on your mind for killing somebody. Right, so I right. think that took the burden off of him. Thank you. <laughs> so even though it was a movie, but still. Right. He put the shades back on. He said, and then uh, Pirelli, wherever his name was, smiling. <laughs> they were smiling. Like, God, his ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's New Jack City. Anything else on it, guys? Um, I, damn, I, I would definitely it. watch it again. I thought it was a decent, easy movie to watch. And it's not very long. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Um. I say low. I didn't really. It was good, but I was like, I'm probably not gonna watch this again. Because it was funny. Because um, in the middle of watching, my sister called, and then um, I was like, he was like, what you doing? I'm watching New Jack City, and he was like, oh, we just talked. Me and my dad was talking about that movie last night. I was like, oh yeah. And pops was like, oh, did they get Nino yet? I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all caught just right. He's in the courtroom. So, um, but it's low. I, I mean, I ain't really. I mean, it's a, it's a regular drug dealer movie to me. Yeah. I think it was one of just those classic movies that you just need to see. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't one of those movies because I would have already been one of my favorites (laughs) because I like a lot of black movies. So that was one that I've seen, but I've never like been like, oh yeah, I remember that. I just remember just the clips from Martin and just the funny stuff and him pouring the liquor. So it was a good movie though. It was good for what it was. It wasn't long. It got straight to the point and it dragged different scenes on and on and on and on. So yeah. Shout out to... um, Martin Van Peoples, I think he was a part of that. And he yes. used to do with the little, his yeah. hair was fucked up back then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, New Jack City. New Jack City. It was good acting in that movie. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? So I'm sure we've all heard about our dear Quincy. <laughs> Granddaddy Quincy. Our dear, dear, dear Quincy. And he's spilling tea. You guys hear about that? I heard it, but I didn't get to, I was. I don't know where I was, but I couldn't get to the stories of what he actually spilled. But I heard he was saying some stuff about um, people. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I didn't thoroughly read it. I just I was seeing some things at work, and I was reading some stuff to my mom, especially more so the Martin Brando and Richard Pryor situation. But I guess we'll kind of um, kind of start from the beginning. Um, he was talking about Michael Jackson, and I know a lot of people are talking about it, so we'll kind of breeze through this one here. Um, he said that Michael Jackson was uh, very uh, Machiavellian in his ways. He was greedy. Um, he stole some songs from Donna Summer. <laughs> um, and that there was some other guy that he was supposed to, he should have given 10% of for writing Don't Stop Till You Get Enough or been a part of that. And he was like, no. Um, and then his skin um, in plastic surgery, rather, he was like, I kept, he was like, I was on him about that shit. And he kept saying it had something to do with his, um, like a disease or something like that. Right. And he was like, bullshit. And um, he was talking about um, where else? He, oh, something about Hillary Clinton and then the Clintons, and, and then it was funny because the dude, you know, back to back questions, and the guy was like, "Oh, 
oh, you seem to know a lot. He's like, man, I know a lot, man. He said, what else do you know? He said, who shot Kennedy? <laughs> it's nah. like, you think about shit, you think about how old this shit is? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, nigga, you've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then it got to um, something about just how the rap scene or just music today, people really don't know anything about music or pay, yeah. I don't want to say pay homage, but kind of look at the, the path of what music is and playing the piano and knowing notes and people will just kind of half-ass it. That's kind of what he was saying to me. And that's why he doesn't really think it's great. And he somehow got up into like dancing and things like that and cha-cha. Then they brought up Marlon Brando. And then he was like, shoot, Marlon Brando was a charming motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? He'll fuck anything. And the dude was like, huh? And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He'll fuck a radiator and send it flowers in the morning. <laughs> and he was like, oh. And he was like, yeah, he'll fuck anything. You know, you know, Richard Pryor. Um, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Uh, what's the dude? I'm not your Negro. Um uh, James Baldwin. James Baldwin. And the dude was like, wait, how you know that? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was kind of like, man, shit, I said what I said. So mm. it, it was a lot more in there too. It was just, I know a lot of things. The main thing that to me stuck to a lot of people was the Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando and his um his widow came on and was like, yeah, you know, he would probably laugh about people saying that. And I was talking to my mom about it and I thought she was going to be like, because oh, she's a big Richard Pryor fan. And she was like, yeah, I think I remember him saying things like that about, because I know his story is, his grandma ran a brothel or a whole house rather. Mm. And his dad and people just come knock and he'd be like, oh, bring your mama here or I'm on some head type shit. And he's like, oh. And he talked about something about messing with, um, uh, I want to say it right here, uh, transsexual, transsexual or something like that or somebody that are drag, somebody in drag. And he would make jokes about it and a lot of people didn't think he was serious. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And, you know, Uncle, Uncle Granddaddy, whatever, Quincy just letting mm-hmm. it. Letting it spread wide and hang low. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think one of the, um, the quotes that stood out for me, I think Charlamagne brought it up on a Breakfast Club, um, when he talked about when people are doing things for money, uh, God actually steps out of the room. So. Yeah, he was talking about, um, he brought up Fat Farm and uh, like Ducey or one of them liquor brands or yeah. Ciroc and how you... You you do that stuff and you set it off and you know that it's not really any interest in that for you anymore. It's just it's bullshit. I got it right here for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I so was just giving a synopsis of what okay. he was saying. Um, he said, "Do you hear?" So the interviewer um, said, "Do you hear the spirit of jazz and pop today?" He said, "No, people gave gave it up to chase money. When you go after Chirac, vodka, and Fat Farm, and all that shit, guy walks out of the room." I have never in my life made music for money or fame, not even Thriller. No way. Guy walks out of the room when you're thinking about money. Uh, you can spend a million dollars on the piano part, and it won't make you a million dollars back. That's just how it works. Um, and then he also talked about, you know, some of the producers, like you said, some of the producers and stuff that's not innovating, or there's no innovation in the pop music and stuff like that. So, Yeah. I've seen Charlemagne post that too. I don't know. Yeah. I just think he's an old guy that just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I see that with grandparents. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I remember my grandma, one of my dad's house, she's 94 or something like that. And we were at my cousin's house. I was helping her move. And she was like, oh, you're, getting, you're gaining a little weight. I'm like, who the fuck just says that? Uh-huh, who the fuck uh, just yeah. says that to anybody? And yeah. I'm looking at the fuck. And it was funny because prior to... Um, my cousins and my sister was just saying, like, Grandma be saying anything. <laughs> I remember, uh, and I hope they don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck. But I think it was funny because right before, when she was moving, it was a kind of, I don't want to say it was a spur of the moment move, but it, she just wasn't prepared. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> and um, my dad was like, yeah, I'm going to get Grandma. You know, she kind of likes to sit around and see things. And she's like, I don't want her to bring her. She'd be, you know, she'd be all judging and shit. <laughs> right. Funniest shit ever. My dad picked up my Grandma, brought it over, and she sat down, and she... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Girl, ain't never ready for nothing. I'm just, I'm trying. I'm like, 
man, look at these floors. I'm like, Grandma, please. Like, shh, be quiet. Like, she don't give a fuck no more. So, right. yeah. Yeah. What's on your mind? That's my granny. Yeah. It will make it even worse. I don't know why this was funny to me. Yesterday, my little brother put up a status and uh, he said something about... Um, See, he said sometimes he'll look at uh, pictures of women and he really wonders how bald head they really are. Um, <laughs> he, he used the word bitches. That's why it was funny because my grandma, <laughs> my grandma liked the status. And I was like, fam, you got granny liking this. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are both of y'all doing? Because I can't tell if she agreed with it or what. My baby wrote a good pup. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Granny, no, please. But yeah, my granny, she just speak her mind very freely. Yeah. So you know, you can go to vulture.com, I think. You can actually uh, read the interview. Yeah, and, Google Marlon Brando. Uh, a Google, uh, yeah, I just Googled him and um yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. He was a stud, pause. Yeah. You hey, <laughs> stupid. Hey, yeah, whatever he says, but I didn't even realize because I I guess I didn't never yeah. really watch that. It said he was the godfather and the godfather. And but that's another thing too I want to mention about just yeah, I seen him too. Oh, I don't even want to like I don't always, you know, I always say this as a joking thing, but I'd be kind of serious. And then Liz noticed too. Don't be talking about our generation because they mentioned like, you know, and that's what um, I was going to say. Richard Pryor's widow was like, you know, you know, there's no shock. Like Quaaludes were in and the 70s was just popping and people was mm-hmm. out here. And I'm like, nigga, what? And it's like, but I get it. It was true. So it's like, you know, or we got our bodies or whatever the fuck people do and lean, which is a little extreme. But it's like, I want to say it's the same thing, but it's. It is what it is, like, and you know, sometimes they're a little bit tough on our generation and things like that. No, I was gonna um, so make a point. Sorry, I was pointing at you. Yeah, to go ahead. Point. <laughs> um, getting back to New Jack City real quickly, uh, like you said about um, about the drugs and stuff. I think what made those movies great and stuff like that is that mm-hmm. they always show the end, like they always show the disaster at the end, like uh, how to get away. With, uh, no, uh, don't be a menace. Like mm-hmm. they always show, like never seen it. You never seen it. Uh, they always show like, hey, if you do X Y, if you rob a bank on um dead presidents, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they always show the ending. Whereas the music nowadays, we listen to Papa Molly. You know, everybody, I'm Ooh. sweating. Ooh, you know, all that stuff <laughs> like that. But they don't never talk about the hangover the next day. Mm-hmm. Like I got a hangover the next day. Like yeah. no, they Molly just like Perkinsets. have a good time. Molly Perkins says mm-hmm. like I had a good time, but they don't ever talk about the next morning. I mean, you, your head gonna be fucked up. You gonna be you yeah, but thirsty. they had they had music like that too. Yeah, they did. Do they a little did. dance. Make a little love, get down tonight. Then he said he's gonna feel in the morning. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I, I think, in, but we have music that say, you know, woman's fed. <laughs> la 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 la. Oh. The best cookie you ever had, right? Oh yeah. Outside of Chicago. <laughs> but yeah, and that's what I, that's my point though. Is like there's a difference because we're in a different time and technology, but there's really no difference. You said you don't put your fingers in people's stuff now. Just playing. But yeah, no, like I just I that's one point I want to to make. Like the whole Quay thing and it's like, woof, y'all was out here in these streets. I'm sorry, every time you say that I think about Mwanje when he what? said that shit on um what episode is that? All I know is Mwanje's like, hit it with the Quaaludes, eh? <laughs> I was like, oh God. You know what's funny? I never really knew what a Quaalude, I never heard of that until like no, this little either. epidemic of people talking about it. But then the only thing I remember is when, and Friday, when Smokey said it, I, it was just funny, but I never knew what the, I would always say that line. He was like, another Quaalude, you love me in the morning. And I never, I just thought it was like, Shit. I remember when I was younger, I didn't know who Florida Evans was, but I just thought the joke was funny. But when I, when Good Time started airing on TV One, and I realized Florida Evans was, uh, Florida Evans, I was mm. like, damn, we kind of do look like Florida Evans. That's what made it funnier to me. So I was like, a lot of this shit, like from the seventies, is just this shit. Yeah, wow, you got the bar like uh, you got the, the bar like hey, you want a drink? You get the drink. Hey, girl, look over there. 
another Quaalude. And, but think about he said another Quaalude. She'll love me in the morning. Like what type yeah. of shit is that? That shit wow. Um, but yeah, let's get to uh, edx.org. Oh, edx.org. It's a um, uh, my job introduced it to us because uh, they want us to like uh, you know if you want to learn a new skill or anything like that. I take you some go Spanish online. lessons on there. Yeah, take some lessons on there. So um, I actually went on there and I am taking uh, introduction to music business mm-hmm. course. It's taught by oh, I forgot the professor's name, but he was a black back backup vocalist. No, he was a vocalist for Cameo. So Maybe. and he uh, works at uh, he teaches at Berkeley. So you can take the course. Some courses um, you can actually get a certificate at towards the end of the course. So I'm actually gonna do that. It. You do have to pay for it. Um, it's fifty bucks, forty nine dollars, but fifty bucks. Um, and some classes are more. Um, some classes are seventy five dollars. And this particular course that I'm taking, I believe it is a six weeks six weeks week course. And um, yeah, so I, I recommend my cousin to go on there. He wanted to do web design and learn to do that. I told him to take a class on there. You can do it for free. Um, but once again, you know, if you want to certificate and put it on proof. your resume, yeah. But um, you know, you don't need it because you know when you go on an interview and they said you'd be crying when they tell you to do something in Excel, you'd be like, Ooh. <laughs> right. you know what to do it, so you ain't gotta cry. Right? Fuck that exactly. Like just took a class in this. You right. put it in your resume and it helps you and boost you, uh, boost you up. And if, mm-hmm. like I say, if you're a person that just want to learn something new, like you said, mm-hmm. Spanish. No, it was funny right. because I was just talking about going to Cuba and I was like, my Spanish is ass. And I was like, damn, like, and I was like, damn, who can I think of to teach me that? So that's why when I seen that, I was like, oh, what is this? So I went on there and I was like, oh, shit, Spanish 101. Because I was going to do 102. Because I was like, I know the basics, but I was like, let me start fresh. <laughs> um, and, it, and it takes you, I think it's like three different levels of Spanish. And I was kind of browsing through some of the things they had. I'm like, I want to learn how to do all this shit. <laughs> so I was looking at some of the stuff that I would want to do next. I seen like, um, you know, information technology and things like that. So it's, I really don't know. But that's one thing about what uh, with learning a second language. If you don't have anyone around you to continue that with you, it's mm-hmm. like you forget it. Like I, I used to speak mm-hmm. French, not fluently, but I, I used to pick. I'd be able to listen. I could mm-hmm. actually pick out stuff and know what's going on now. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy because I know the ba- like. If I hear anybody say no socials, I know you said we. <laughs> if I hear like certain words and shit, like I would know what you're saying. I just need like three or four. But sometimes mm-hmm. they be going so fast, I'm like fuck it. But it's just interesting understanding that too. People think, and I'm sure it is, English is the hardest language to understand. But it's like, you know, we don't think that because we grew up speaking it. Right. So it's interesting. So yeah, shout out to EDX. Make sure y'all uh, get them lessons get in. Get your learn on. Yeah, get your roll on. Um, lastly, too, in, in our what's going on, I want to mention um, kind of, and it wasn't really supposed to tie in in New York City. I just seen it. Um, San Francisco opens, uh, the, they plan to open the nation's first heroin injection site. Yeah. Um. Before yeah. I kind of go into that, I just want to know your thoughts on just hearing that. Um. I I think it's cool. I think if it's regulated and people are you know watching your intake and stuff like that, go for it. Like, why, like I said, why why ban the stuff and people do and it's, and you do it somewhere where you at home by yourself, you get it from the dude across the street or across the, uh, your neighbor, and he already used the needle. Now you use it, and he got something in his needle where you go get clean, sterilized, sterilized needles. And you know, inject and have a great time. You know, trip out. Beat me up, Scotty. What do you think, Lassie? I'm disgusted. Um, no, it's <laughs> it sounds expensive. Look, it yeah. sounds like it's gonna be expensive. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, if I was a heroin user, I'm definitely still gonna fuck with old boy from down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he giving it to me for, I'm just gonna say thirty. I don't know how much drugs are. Yeah. Uh, if he giving it to me for thirty dollars, <laughs> whereas this injection site, talk about some, <laughs> come here, we have clean needles and blah 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 for the small price of two hundred dollars per per trip. Mm. I don't, don't want to be high that bad. Well, you yesterday, and I, yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if if. 
if Billy's still selling it over here, I'm still going to get it from Billy until Billy no longer has the ability to get it. Yeah. I think that's what I think that's what they should do eventually. If they swipe it up, clean it off the street, and then you know, open up a store right next door. It's like, hey, hey Bob, come yeah. get my daily injections. But it kind of, it's, <laughs> it's kind of reminded me of like prohibition and you know, yeah. alcohol and things like that. Do you think one day it'll be like normal to be like, oh, I, I, do, I do heroin, kind of like I drink? Because I'm not saying that it was yeah. that thing where you like you drink back and it was just it, the thing of it was legal. But now when we hear somebody say, oh, you know, they do heroin, you like, huh. but if it's like. 20, 30 years later, and there's sites where you can do that legally. Yeah. It's like, would you be like, oh, cool. Yeah, like, Let me know when you go up. home. Right. Make it <laughs> home. Um, I mean, I think, I think once that we get marijuana, like um, from most states, majority states, I think then we can start battling other stuff. Because I think, uh, you know, at least I think out of all the drugs, that's the least thing that really, because now it's yeah. medicinal person is person's. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the fence about it because just what just some of the stuff does to people is so fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it's crazy. But I call it the same thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. But you talking about something you just shooting dead into like your like it's just yeah it's just fucked up. But yeah. I, I'm just gonna read a little bit. It says the San Francisco Department of Public Health has unanimously endorsed the task force recommendation to open what could be the uh, become the nation's first legal safe injection sites aimed at curbing the opioid epidemic. The facilities will provide a safe space where people can consume previously obtained drugs such as heroin and fentanyl under the supervision of staff trained to respond in the event of an overdose or medical emergency. They also provide counseling and referrals to other social and health services. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you got staff there, you know, somebody like, hey, I'm overdosing, help me, you know. But I guess I just go back to the thing that like a lot of this shit is funneled here to make money anyway. And it's just, it's fucked up just how, just it is. And then, uh. yeah. um, I know they said something about people in Australia has some, um, let me read that shit before I go quoting shit in Australia come to me like, I ain't say that, that ain't true. In Australia, a safe injection site in Sydney managed 3,426 uh, overdose related events without a wow. single fatality over a period of nine years, according to a 2010 government report. Um, the report also found that residents were half as likely to observe people injecting drugs in public wow. at the end of the nine-year period. Mm. Um, so one of the biggest supervised injection facilities in the world, cert- certainly in North America, is an insight in Vancouver. Mm, that's above Seattle. Huh. Yeah, I don't... Listeners, what y'all think? I don't know. That's, that's, to me, it's like... and Not to be like that, but it's kind of sick that... It's a thing, like, but I get the whole thing about alcohol, and that's not really healthy. But it's just like it's so sick with people, and and just my thoughts going back to just how the shit got here. Sorry, that's how my brain works, and it's just fucked up. It's just sick. Yeah, I'm I'm really just like it's a it's a it's a hard no for me. Like, I just I don't know. I can't support it. I just I just. I guess just thinking about like what Reese said, what it can do to people, and not to say that there's other things that can't, but. I just feel like people paying you to possibly kill them one day. Yeah. Because even if something doesn't happen to you the first time or the second time or the third time, does not does not mean that it never will. It could have some long-term effects on them. I don't, like, again, I don't do drugs. I don't know how they work. I just know that bad things can happen. But I guess we'll have to see how it goes and where it goes. I'm for it. Another interesting thing too is that money will be provided from the private sector. So. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm for it. Okay. All right. So. Interesting. 
don't know about all that. That's too much. Um, yeah. So listeners, let us know what y'all think about anything we discussed here. Marlon Brando, Richard Pryor, Quincy Jones, um, uh, edx.org. Check that out. And then, you know, the nation's potential first heroin injection site. I think they said Baltimore and Philly were um, probably would be the next one. So, mm. um, I don't know. It's just right. too much. Hey, if you do heroin, call in. Okay. <laughs> Random shit of the week. I, I just wanted to ask you guys real quickly since there's time here. Um, I guess I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys just kind of about where you are in your life. And I know we've had discussions before, but more than any time in the past, like I usually do these reflections each year or depending on the time where I'm in, in life, I think about where I am compared to like where I was when I was 18 or where I thought I would be. So, or just when I finish high school or something. So I just wanted to kind of ask you guys, like, I guess, what's your take on where you are in life? And is this kind of what you expected to be doing or whatever? You know, I'd like to go first. Um, I, I will say that I thought I would be further. Um, I often tell people that I took time off to help my mom and my brothers. That's nothing that she made me do. It's something that I wanted to do. And sometimes I I wish I could have taken it back a little bit or spent less time helping um, just so I could get back on track. I I still plan to go to school and get my degree. That has never changed. That's still a goal of mine. Um, I, I did think I, I thought I would be much further, but where I'm at now is I'm really, I think I'm at the point where I'm probably, I know myself probably, I would say a good 80%. I think I still have a little bit left to, you know, learn about me. But I know who I am. I know how I operate. I know how I want to move. Um, I'm growing. I've grown so much confidence since high school. Um, I do a lot of the things that I want to do. Um, and I guess for me, de- um, dealing with mental illness since the age of 12, I'm way, I guess I'm way further than I thought I would be in a sense of, what I just said is the opposite of not being where I thought I would be. So mentally, I'm further than I thought I would be. But in the actuality of where I'm at, I thought I would be further, if that makes sense. Total sense. Wani? Mm, damn, I was going to get you first. Um, <laughs> looking back. Oh, my life. On yesteryear. Um, <laughs> where I was. I've definitely grown up. I definitely uh, uh, matured. Uh, in a sense that um, I've learned that when I was in school, everything was kind of like, everything was easy for me. It was like, everything was in a book. Like if you needed to go do X, Y, and Z, if you needed to learn something, it was in a book. Now as I'm getting older, sometimes everything's not in the book. And sometimes you got to go ahead and um, and get it on your own and experience it on your own. So uh, as far as the experiences that I've, that I've gotten or uh, received, um, I really couldn't imagine me being where I'm at now. Um, I won't say I was necessarily sheltered when I was little, but there was a lot of things that um my parents didn't show me um uh, due to the fact that you know I was young and didn't want to make that kind of impression on me. So um, I mean, I guess that's it for where I'm at right now. I think I'm I'm straight. Uh, financially, <laughs> financial wise, um, I definitely want to get. There's still a tier that I want to reach. Um. I remember when I from coming from college and graduating from college, I doubled my income. Now I'm kind of at this consistent rate, which I would definitely like to double it again. Um, that's definitely a goal of mine. But 
other than that, though, um, I guess am I, am I answering the question correctly? Yeah, I just wherever it takes you. Yeah. See, the, the, one of the things that I'm, I guess, kind of my turn. Um, one of my things is I've noticed that at least for me, I'm at a point, and I've always kind of been that way, but I'm really starting to notice it, even kind of doing the podcast. I like to say what's on my mind, but I definitely understand that I'm more so like a listener because I've I've understood how important it is just to kind of see where people come from or their perspective. Because I always be thinking like, yeah, would you say maybe right in a factual sense because of whatever the hell we're talking about? But right. sometimes just hearing people just talk and they give their opinion, you know, I don't. That's why sometimes I hesitate on saying, "Oh, that's wrong" or whatever, whatever, because essentially people got their own thoughts. But for me, I guess, and I ask that question because sometimes I sit back and think, like, "Wow, damn, nigga, just turned twenty six, <laughs> and I just oh think, yeah, and I just think that um, these last since twenty ten, these last what eight years went so fast, and I think I've had a lot of fun. I think I've learned a lot, and I think that I look at some of the things that I used to think at one point in time you know, I've grown from it. And I think I asked the question because I realized that I'm at this point and I know y'all hear me say it a lot, like, ooh, life. Like that shit hits anybody, whether it's good or bad. And I was looking for something earlier. Oh, I found my memory cards in my damn camera. Um, <laughs> and I was somehow, I was trying to find, I was looking down there and shit and I got these photo albums. So I was looking at all these pictures from prom or a couple years ago, I used to, I'm gonna start doing that. I used to like up there, I used to print out pictures and just frame them or put them in there. And I was thinking about how, Man, like it's life is really a journey, and no matter where you thought that you were going, you're gonna get go wherever you know. Sound cliche, but where the Lord will take you, and right. kind of the effort mm-hmm. that you put into it as well. Um, for me, I don't think I've had a like a bad or whatever couple of years. I just think that you know it is what it is, and I put in the effort to get to where I needed to go or where I'm going, and just like I said, the Lord just kind of guides you and. It's been a fun, inter- interesting couple years. I just, I think I brought it up too because I feel like I'm in a point, not that I'm stuck, but I feel like I need to change. Right. And I think here. this podcast has kind of been one of those changes for me to help me realize that, just speaking to people and just kind of growing myself. Um, but I've just really been thinking like, all right, I'm ready for the next phase of whatever the life is. Because I feel like the first phase was obviously finishing high school, college, and then obviously, not to say second, but just kind of finishing college, you know, transitioning to right. like the full adult world. And now that I feel like I've, in a sense, to, in my opinion, successfully done that, even I could, for me, say that I was an adult coming out of high school into college. I'm in that phase of, all right, you out of high school, you out of college, you know, what's next? So I've been having these ideas, but sometimes I have like a million tabs that have opened on my computer mm-hmm. trying to do 56 things at once, trying to figure out which one should I touch next. And it's me realizing that, you know, like just kind of dibble and dab and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So life, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just want to ask you that, guys. I thought that it was an interesting question for us to share with our listeners. And listeners, um, definitely hit us up, ybopodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm curious, no matter if you're 26 or 46 um, or 16, well, right. um, <clears throat> curious to see where you are in life and just your thoughts. Kind of just elaborate on that to us and let us know. We'll share radio, podcasts, and I'm just curious. Like I said, I'm, I like hearing other people talk and their thoughts. So just let us know. podcast at gmail.com or if you just go to our website, we have a contact us box there and just kind of type something up and you press in. Okay, Include your name. Help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in crisis. Yeah. So. Time for my nine. It's a call, Lassie. It's a question. Or I think it's a question. It says, Hi. I've been wearing a wig for years. Oh. My, my boyfriend was unaware. 
I was at home taking a shower from work. Uh, I, was, I was at home taking a shower from work. I left early and he saw me without my hair. He said that I've been deceiving him and that he don't like my hair. <laughs> what should I do? What's the claps for, Moanjay? My black king. <laughs> Who said he was black? Oh. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> um, no, go ahead. Y'all, y'all. No, you laughing and shit. What the fuck you got to say? <laughs> right, you so let's, let's, let's paint this picture. Let's paint this picture. Deception. You, you, your girl come home. Yes. She's taking a shower. Yes. You step in the bathroom and grab some odorant or something. Deodorant. Odorant. Okay. And... um. You know, there's a, some hair on the sink, and she stick like, her head out like, "What the fuck going on?" What is this different... mannequin doing here with this little head? <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, "Babe, what is this? <laughs> Where did you get this from? Um, and why haven't I known about this?" I mean, there's something that I feel like you, with your mate, you should maybe disclose that. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's not my hair. I deceived him. Like, he don't like my hair. Like, baby, and I, I wouldn't. I don't know to say I would like it or not, but. It just, so what if what know. if she had like a long wig that she wore? She switched it up bobs here and there, and then she had like a short, like little mini fro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't shit. I, I like the I like the natural hair. I like the if it looks good on you, go for it. Like I, I mean, I, I, and that's my thing. <laughs> you know, Monday line. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my thing because there's many thoughts going on my head. Like I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your hair. I just want to know it's not your hair. That's all. That's all I want to know. I don't care what you do with What's your it? hair. Just that and the other. I just, I just need to know, you know, that it's not uh, your okay. hair. Okay, I had enough of you. I need PC Lassie because we know Lassie got something to say when she gets to fixing her seat and shit. You know, Monday. I'm <laughs> First just... of all, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, what? I haven't said that all episode. Um, yeah, thank you. So, I, 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 I feel like him now for real. My initial answer was no, but if you think about the definition of deceiving, mm-hmm. yes, she did because. She didn't give him the, my whole thing is giving people the option to mm. deal with something. She didn't give him the option to be like, okay, I'm cool with you wearing. You know, he he might be like, well, I don't care what you do with your hair, but damn, I still want to know that you, you know, wear wigs or at least what it look like underneath, um, depending on how long you be with, you're with someone. Right, I right. feel like they should definitely know. Um, also, if you're listening and you wear wigs, this is why I tell people up front, this is a wig. I don't mind saying it because I don't care. <laughs> I, ha- I like not to come at other people because I know some people wear them for um, health reasons or, you know, yeah. health reasons and things like that. But I have hair under here. It's just, <laughs> I don't like. It's easier. It, it's easier. It's easier to just wig cap and plop. Like, it's just <laughs> pretty much <laughs> tuck here, tuck there. Like um, right. So I think she did deceive him. But I mean, if he don't like her natural hair, then what he right. want her Why to you do? With her? Yeah. Why are you with her then? We put love her for who well, she he didn't is. Well, he didn't know that that natural yeah. hair but was I get hers. that. Though. It's like, you don't really know who I am. And then to be a guy, like, you got to be somewhere like, last week she had a bob, now she got a, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, come on now. He's like, ain't nobody here going to be that I kind of feel like tall. that too. Like, yeah, that's true. Now. That's you a know, very good point. You know what a wig look like, sir. Right, that's a very <laughs> good point. But also, I, I have been told that men in real life don't be paying attention to shit like that, but I think they be lying. Some men do. Some men do. Some men do, but I, maybe I she did. But it's like, damn, was you locking the door when you changed wit? Like, what was you doing doing sex? And where or are these sleeping? Like, Bobby pinning it? Right. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of work, sis. And it she is. said years. Like, yes. he must have just really just Babe, didn't get it. can you get my glue? <laughs> and you know, it's glued on, sir. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. that bitch, too. Oh. Or a lace wig. Um, I, I agree. I, I'm on both sides. I think that it is deceiving, just like when a nigga wear a hat <laughs> and your head big than a bitch. Oh, God. Or you got a receding hairline. And okay. mm, you should be shamed. Um, yeah, but yeah, I it's deceiving. But then again, it's like, um, 
love sis for who she is. You already love her. Hell, put her wig back on. She be the same person you met. <laughs> right. You definitely got to love her if she in the shower and you in the shower too. like Or in the bathroom yeah. while she in the shower. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. Wig off. Wig on. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> put on my wig. wig on. <laughs> yeah, that, I, yeah. I guess, I guess that was... Where was her wig collection? Because how he ain't right. seen nothing. She probably got personal yeah, closet she throw, with a lock on it. Was she throwing the wigs away? I mean, she probably passcode. had a personal <laughs> closet <laughs> with a lock on it, like Mister from Color Purple. Don't nobody touch my mail but me. <laughs> she probably got that shit. Anything come for me? The door closed. And there's a whole vault of wigs. Or the shoe closet that rotating shit. Yeah. Don't go that way. She got to sell up like. You know, <laughs> once we get to that one part and lock up, you got to put a password. Got to put a, put an eye up there. Not that wig, right? Mm. <laughs> Is that hair on the floor? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, sir, you should have known something was up. Right. Right. The whole that he don't like it that that hurts my heart. I don't know yeah. why he don't <laughs> yeah, like. I hope it. he don't like it. I mean, that's terrible. That was kind of bogus. But <laughs> would you flat out say I don't I don't like that? <laughs> um, I would say I won't like that. I was like, baby, you know, that's kind of not you know not what. I don't like the wig, well, right? We're talking about the wig, right? Her hair, her natural hair. Oh no, 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 no! I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk about her natural hair. I couldn't do that. She need to cancel that nigga. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. Do, oh, that's nice. Of you. I wouldn't do that. I no, I, I, that's that. her natural hair. Like I can't do that. The wig, yes. Like, babe. what if it look like mm. your hair? I ain't married bright. I'm married Brenda, not bright. <laughs> but you know what? And this is not a funny matter, but it made me think of it. I don't know if you guys heard of the little girl in school, and the kids shit. kept playing. Little boys making jokes, and they she they pulled off a wig, but I think mm. she had like alopecia or like scalp problems. Mm. I think I didn't hear spots. about that. But I think her mom was like so mad about it. But she shaved her head off, and she looked so pretty. Like her hair yeah, was so, she I looked saw that. super pretty. Nyla's looked really good with her hair. Yeah, and I off. thought it was so cute. But it's sad that in society today, well, hair was what makes that. people. Like you know, right. yeah, yeah. yeah that's society, that's and it's society. always. And I think it was some. I, used, I did a project before, and like, in, in terms of psychology, it wasn't necessarily based on this, but it was kind of like it was more so about higher higher ability and how you have your hair. And I had like dread, straight hair, short hair. Mm. Um, but it was like another one that I was going to pick too about just how some people were raised that way, and their dads, mm. you know, their dads were like, okay, you always have long hair. This is what's cute. And a lot of men like that. Like you have long hair. But now for me, at least, because when I cut my hair, not that I said I was worried about men, but just myself, I was so used to having something at least like a bob. Mm. And when I first cut it, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But it's become this thing, not to say we're everywhere I go, but everybody's always like, oh, I love your hair. Or, oh, yeah, it's a nice cut and things like that. And I'm like, damn, it was one point in my life where my hair broke off in like sixth grade. And um, I used to always wear braids and shit, but it just, it broke off real bad. Um, let me shut up. I was gonna say typical black girl blame uh, from relaxers. Um, <laughs> and um, I used to always wear braids after. So then I was like, you know what? I just need to like get it straightened up. You know how you go to the shop and you be thinking like, okay, it's gonna look like this. Right. Bam. And she was a good hairstylist. And I remember my dad and my mom dropped me off, and she used to work inside Boston store. She's a, she's a black lady. She was cold. And she did my hair. And she turned that chair around. I was mad as a bitch. And it was, <laughs> and, it was and it was a little bit longer than my hair is now. But it was like it wasn't what it was. Popping back in sixth grade, right? Back then, <laughs> if I had that or this hairstyle, it would have been terrible. But now, mm-hmm. if I had that, I'm. I wish I could find her because she was cold with it. And I went to her maybe for two months, and my hair grew back. And I think that summer, I ended up getting micro braids before eighth grade. It was seventh grade before eighth grade started, and I kept them in from July to couple months and I kept getting them redone and then by the time December came my hair was back longer than I had it was before her cutting it off and you know I think proper hair, hair maintenance is important that's yeah. what I'm saying but um I know for me as a yeah. man I just 
If you do something dramatic with your hair, I would notice it. But like little subtle changes, yeah. like you change from 63 to 64, I don't know. I, I can't said 63 I don't know. 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 Lassie annoying. So that's not true, okay? <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not the part of the color scheme. Hilariousness. I don't know where you got 60 from, but okay. Any more mm-hmm. remarks on the wig ability? Tell them up front, sis. Just pull your wig off and... Pull it off soon. Um, I don't know if y'all seen it. I'm going to try to be real quick. I don't know if y'all seen it. It's a Facebook video that I saw. Um, This girl, she went on a date and she told a guy that I think she had alopecia. Alopecia. Yeah. So I think she had that too. And she was like, you know, um, she took her wig off and he was kind of shocked. But she was so pretty. And he, I think I remember saying that. He was that. shocked, but he was like, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so you don't mind if I keep it off for the rest of the night? And he That's was right. like, no. Um, so, I mean, just be upfront about it. And if he don't yeah. like it, then he ain't the man for you. Right. I agree. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby, for all. Deuce. Guess I'm in your scalp. Bye. <laughs> so it's cold. Stop. You stupid. You know what? You know what? <laughs> just get her some skull caps like you, okay? Said, you told it. me it was real. Ladies and gentlemen, she pulled the mic. Uh, thank you got you. it on camera. Speaker up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Hey guys. laughs> um, yeah, any any more remarks? No. no. Listeners, let us know what you think. Did she deceive him? Did he overreact? Should we have talked about this prior to? Question. Wait, was that? Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on her profile. Yeah, it was a nine. Thank you. Quote of the week. (laughs) Quote of the week. I always say it slow so I can think about it. Oh, sorry. What angers you controls you. Mm. Have peace and you control it. Mm. Mm. Say that, girl. Wani? The empowerment. Oh, you know what? I'm not doing the empowerment of the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a black fact. Okay. Um, Okay. Really quickly. Really quickly. Black History Month. Black History Month. Um, so I'm gonna enlighten you all. Oh, I guess I can. I'm gonna enlighten you all on uh, a man by the name of Mansa Musa, who is would be if he was still alive today, and his riches were inflated, uh, the richest man in the world. Uh, who's a black man, and his um, his estate, if you will, would be over four hundred billion dollars. Mm. And once again, his name was Mansa Musa. He was an emperor in the Mali Empire during the 14th century. Uh, he became the emperor in 1307. Wow, it's a long time ago. Uh, he was the first African ruler to be widely known, widely known throughout Europe and the Middle East. Um, I just go some of his uh, some of his riches really quickly. He had a caravan that consisted of sixty thousand people carrying supplies and bags, five hundred slaves each carrying a gold staff, uh, and eighty to a hundred camels each carrying three hundred pounds of gold dust. Mm. Um, on his journey, he would he give out millions of dollars worth of gold. Uh, he gave out so much gold in Cairo. Uh, Cairo. That uh, mm. the value stayed relatively low for many years, um, but as any black man, uh, Europe, you know, Europe, the European people had an issue with that. So, uh, European um, cartographers, cartographers, hmm, mm-hmm. uh, began to draw Mansa Musa on maps, and as the Empire of Mali fell off, uh, his reputation did as well, and he was no longer drawn as a noble king on the maps, but instead of uh, Uncivilized, he was drawn as a parody of European royalty, a naked savage with a crown. Uh, so that's your uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, Mansa Musa, uh, emperor of the Mali Empire, whose estate nowadays would be worth over 400 billion dollars. So don't tell, so if someone ever tells you that you know you don't come from royalty, that is absolutely incorrect. So you have been mm. enlightened, yeah. Shout out to young Mansa, Mansa Musa, yeah. 
Uh, quote of the week from 62 going into 63. Question, question. of the week. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to correct it. Question of the week. Um, how do you think people describe you? Teresa, what do you think? You know? Um, sorry guys. We're congested here. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, just starting as from being younger. Uh, Reese's, yeah, she's a tall girl. She's kind of skinny, but I'm getting thick though now, so you, can, you ain't gonna be able to use that no more. <laughs> um, smart, intelligent, beautiful, cute haircut, you know. Um, intelligent, listener, help you with things. I guess it kind of depends on when they say, it's kind of like, lucky, look, lucky, like, you know who she is, or just <laughs> in terms of definition-wise, I'm an amazing person. I can go on and on and on. Wani? Um, uh, I'm going to go with something my mom and them said when I was um, in Arkansas, they were uh, Mississippi, actually. They were like, I want to let you know. Like, um, And it was funny that they told me this when we were heading down to the casino. They was like, I'm going to let you know that of all of our kids, uh, I would have to say that you are the most pol- polite, politest <laughs> one out of all of them. And not, and not saying nobody else is not polite. You all say, yes, That's ma'am, no, sir. But um, and I was like, what do you mean by that? It's just like, well, you could be in the store and, you know, you're just walking in the store and you, if you walk past somebody, you'll say, excuse me or something like that. I'm like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, not everybody does that. So I would say that. And I just thought that's what just what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, excuse me or something <laughs> like that. But, um, and then. You're stupid. Funny. <laughs> <she> laughing? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, and then, um, that's funny. Uh, um, I guess, I guess I'm corny. Um, uh, I'll definitely help you out if you need Lassie. it. Um, a good ear. And um, yeah, man. Um, it's an interesting music. question. Yeah. yeah. I think people, a lot of people, if you talk to a lot of people from high school, they would definitely remember me being um, on keyboard class, playing the piano. Like, play a song, play that song, play that new song you heard. I'm like, all right, I ain't learned it yet. But one day, the dude that's always singing. Now, I wouldn't be singing. I just always played piano. Like, no, I'm ooh. talking about now. Oh, Based no. off, like, if they watch your snaps and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Do they make beats? Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I think people would say that I'm cool, laid back, funny. That's funny. I don't know you like that. You petty. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Why don't you always say he don't know me like that? Like, we haven't been doing this for a while. Like, I, I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt your thing. You're right. We'll talk later. Um... I like Reese. I feel like I have a list. Awesome, yeah. uh, fun, funny, goofy. Um, yeah, that's that's. I'll end it there. I think that's what people would say. I mean, I am all of those things and more. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting question. So I okay. So let's just can I say? Oh, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say I want to to make this interesting. We should ask three people. How do they describe us? Yeah, I, was gonna, I was just going to say that. I was going to say, listeners, um, how, would, how would you describe us? And I was going to say, like in addition too. to asking, answering for yourselves, how would you describe each one of us? Well, I like um, that. So, yeah. Listeners, tell us how do you think people would describe <laughs> yourselves? Um, I think I'm like, Glassy, the quiet one. And how would you describe the three of us? Each one of us. Don't know. All y'all and on separate, okay? Uh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so how would you guys describe us as YBO Podcast individually? And then tell us how you think people describe you. So that's question of the week from 62 going into 63. 
Um, how you feel about that one? Good good. We talked a lot about drugs. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot about drugs, but but it's great. We want to get it out uh, in the community. Let it be known. (laughs) I'm your push. I'm your daughter. I'm your push. I'm your push, man. Shout out to Uncle Kurt. Mm. Hey, Uh, Lassie. That's what I say. I think it was a good episode. Um, I'm excited to hear that playback. Yeah, I think we touched a lot of different things, and um, I'm glad we uh did um New Jack City. It's been I don't want to say hard, but just doing different movies is it's so many. Yeah, I think we should just go down the list because yeah. we got that list, and yeah. then we could just go down the list and probably move them around a little bit if they're kind of like similar movies. But I think um, yeah, I think it was a good episode. Um, episode sixty two, as always. I am Reese Berry. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> That's R E E S E B R A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. I'm Lassie. Y'all can follow me on Snapchat at Lola Baby, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at the Crim Lola. Litter won't let me delete my account, so I guess y'all can follow yeah. me there too. You tried it? <laughs> yes, I just tried it. I think they were saying a lot of people was laughing, saying, Yeah, you can't delete your account, whatever, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's your boy Mwanje, that's M-W-A-N-J-E, <laughs> and I'm the biggest pusher man in this podcast industry you're talking about. Uh, yeah, oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Blitter, uh, the IG, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, Mwanje, M-W-A-N-J-E, and uh, thank you all so much for listening. We truly, truly appreciate it. Yeah, make sure you head to our website, ybopodcastmke.com. Um, again, everything's there. Uh, make sure you answer question of the week, of course, each week. And don't forget to do that this time um, if you didn't do it last time. Oh, and by the way, ladies, um, for Black History Month, I am giving out dick. So on uh, <laughs> All right. In the show. Also, we're on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Sprecker. Um, check out our YouTube channel and just make sure, make sure, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's very important. So if you're listening to this, stop. It's the end any damn way. Go leave us a five-star rating and right. review. Um, anything else before we leave this? That's us, it. We'll That's go? it, y'all. That's it. Next time. Peace. Fill up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.